a sneak peek at what's coming up next. Things other than autism, because there's a lot of misconception even still with PCPs, with uh, uh, MDs, with with KFCs. therapists even, KFCs even. Therapy. KFC yeah, workers KFCs. should not be diagnosing autism. I'm just saying no. they should not. You make great chicken, but please do not point out my autism. <laughs> I'm sorry, your uh, daughter is a biscuit. <laughs> Oh, you got him. You got him. And your son is a number two combo. I'll have one breast and one thigh, please. <laughs> you got him. There it is. That's a good one. You really got him with that. Is biscuit? I'm glad I have your permission. What the fuck? I'm not even the one who said it. She did. Nick, all right, so I'm just trying to help you. Wow, (laughs) wow, I'm not even the one that said, Okay, Steve, you're allowed to do it now, and yet you're looking at me and making people think that. Listen, you don't like it when mom and dad fight. Stop, you mean dad and dad? You have to to show Patrick Stewart some respect, okay? Sorry, Patrick. Patrick All right, so welcome everybody to On the Spectrum podcast. As always, I am Nick, I'm me, and that's Steve, who could never. Fucking do a cue to save his life. I'm and not a today, dog, yeah, whatever. I still feed you like you're one. I'm going to give you a treat in just a minute. Nice little bacon flavored bone. So anyway, uh, this is on the Spectrum podcast. We do an every weekly show. Now, as I usually do on most episodes, except for the ones that he starts off with, we do not presume to be experts of anything at all whatsoever. And also, if you hear some things you like, you dislike, you disagree with, or we offend you, please leave a comment and talk to us about it. If you want to come on the show, whatnot, that's cool too. But we do have a special guest on today. Whoa, whoa. What? She's not special. All right. That's inappropriate. You were right. We have a guest who is average and normal and human. That's right. Um, and her name is Nikki. Uh, she actually is a co-host of a podcast, her and her friend Amanda, do a podcast called the Neurodivergent Convergent Podcast. Hope they didn't slur that shit. I have been drinking today. Not really. But uh, they do a podcast. They've been rocking it for about 21 episodes. And uh, y'all should check it out if you get a chance. It is two women who are talking about being on the spectrum and their uh, uh, experiences in life. And we happen to be two guys. And it's kind of interesting that they reached out to us. Actually, literally, what, two hours ago? Hour ago? Hour and a half ago? Uh, so Nikki sent uh, sent our uh, instant messenger uh, a message. I'm not actually talking to you, but I'm looking at you. Uh, sent us a message and said, hey, would you guys be willing to come on our show? But me and Steve were actually preparing to do this episode today. And so me and Steve were like, fuck it. And we reached out. We reached back and said, hey, you want to be on our show today? Yeah, I like how Nick is full transparency. Just explain. So uh, first, uh, the water collected in the atmosphere. Yes. And then it condensed into this thing called a cloud. And then that's why it's raining today. It's called over explaining. Here's an <laughs> idea. Save me when I over explain then. <laughs> Jump in and just be like, oh, the entire oh. audience needed to know about the whole text message to. Well, maybe recording. they would find it interesting. Maybe there's some asshole out there going, how do I get a hold of these fuckers? I mean, their emails right there on their fucking and Facebook then, page. When the rain falls from the sky, that's called <laughs> precipitation. <laughs> and then it collects it, in the ground. It precipitated you on know, me. It filters down onto the soil to the water table. And then that goes somewhere. And, and that's my and friends is how you collect microplastics. Pepper. That's awesome. 
the fuck? You're you're making fun <laughs> of me, or at least attempting to make fun of me for this, but I know I overexplain. I know you're libertarian, but not libertarian enough to collect rainwater yet. So we don't have to worry about the microplastics in your <laughs> okay. body. That got me. I didn't know if I was supposed to pop in yet, but hi, that got me. I was uh-huh. going to laugh real loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so hi, Nikki. Welcome to our show. Hi. <laughs> Okay, um, that one got me. I couldn't hold yeah. it anymore. So, so unfortunately, and, and I got to tell everybody who's listening or might not be listening, she does have a podcast partner who is not here on this show. Please do not tell her. Her name is Amanda. She's at a work function <laughs> right now. We don't need her to know. So if you are listening to this, Amanda, turn it off now. Nikki's not here. She's attending a PETA protest. <laughs> yes. Over yes. at yes. the new subway that yes. just opened up uh-huh. in uh, Illinois. That's right. so. mm-hmm. she's, she's busy. Yeah. Uh, so, so lucky, I don't want lucky you to for Peter that, though. The the meat at Subway is not actually made out of real animals. So oh oh that's well that's good to know. It's ground up ground um, up couches and mattresses. Ground up co- couches. Yeah, it's ground up couch cushions and mattresses and soy. You, you know I like Subway. Oh yeah yeah. Well, it's and, like half soy. So there you go. Oh good 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 good. The chicken good. is it's like thirty percent chicken and like seventy percent soy. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. <laughs> oh, I always wanted that much extra estrogen. So uh, anyway, so uh, if I can ask, and I don't want you to name like the name of the company she works for or whatnot, but what does she do for a living? So she works at a bank. Um. So she, she's and she's certified to do a special thing at her job. Okay. Of which. I don't entirely understand. Okay. Um, but okay. she's at a conference for this new position she got so that ah. she can learn more and take more tests for more certifications and shit like that. So. Ah, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, is so her position to raise all the uh, interest rates on everybody? That's Unfortunately, no. She has nothing to do with that end of any of it. Well, so that's that's don't be bad. mad at her. It's not it's not her fault. Yeah, don't blame her because the banks are taking all your money. Blame you. You're the one who put it right, there. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, all right. Actually, so, it's a credit union, so that uh, does make it slightly better from what it, I understand. That's true. That's true, actually. Um, I only, yeah. I only, I initially asked because I, I was fascinated to find out what line of work would have a conference you go to. And then you said bank, and I immediately was like, the fucking conference do you go to for a fucking <laughs> bank? For her special position oh. at the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has something in particular that you would need to conference and network. What if they do for? like, uh, like they use technology conventions, but the, this is the latest model of ATM. Yeah, like, what exactly yeah, would you do? I mean, I could see a VP of a bank or a, a, a banking corporation or whatnot going to a conference, like for other with other bankers. I get that, but like, if you work in a specific branch, like, what the fuck conference would you go to? Like, yeah. we're here to take more people money. No, they're that teaching you. Make... They're teaching you the proper way to redline. Oh, that makes total sense because yeah. we do need some more education about how to do that nowadays. Oh Jesus. Um, I'm kidding. Kidding. So, Nikki, <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your show, The Neurodivergent yes. Convergence? So, like y'all already said, it's just me mm-hmm. and my best friend from high school. We've been friends for a very long time. Um, we're both very old. So, it's a very long relationship we've had. And we were both... Um, diagnosed you know self-diagnosed later in life um that led to us sort of discovering why we are the way we are and prior to this I had a podcast of my own that I don't do anymore and I had her on the show a couple of times and it was one uh, one and two of like my highest rated episodes on that show when we were doing this together so the topics we were talking about was our late diagnosed 
autism and ADHD and how, you know, we thought, had we known a lot of this stuff earlier, like what would that have been like? Mm -hmm. And just being just a place for us to just truly be ourselves. Right. Right. And so I decided like this needs to live in its own space. It needs to be its own thing. And I just asked her one day, like, Hey, can we just do this together? Like, can this just be a thing? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, thank God. Cause I wasn't sure how what she was going to say. <laughs> Wait, can you say but, that again? Um, what? Thank God. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You wanted to hear the accent. I heard it as soon as I said it. Uh, she's like, thank God. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. You, you know it's what? Right. It, honest <laughs> to God, that sounds more familiar than when you fucking talk to me. All right. Yeah, I'm just making fun of your accent. It's okay. Uh, just so, just so everybody understands this, uh, uh, she's from Illinois, and, and mm-hmm. uh, my parents are both from Illinois. I was born in Effingham, Illinois. And so, like, the when you talk, all, none of the words sound odd or different or even a weird right. accent. It sounds like when I'm dealing with any of my family members. And then, okay, so enough, I guess I'm the odd one out here. You are the odd fucking really one, not, okay? Though, we call it fucking me, pop. Okay, but not to me, though, because I, as I told you guys, mm-hmm. um, my dad lives well, yeah. in, uh, was born and raised in Bradford, Mass. Yeah. And so, but he, and he now lives in um, New Hampshire. So he, when Steve talks, I hear my dad. So, like, I'm, it doesn't sound weird to me. His accent's right. not strange to me. Like, I, I don't hear anything weird. So, yeah. um, that's just another weird synchronicity that we have. So, oh yeah. So, but yeah, uh, it's just me and my friend yeah. doing our thing and talking about our experience as to mm-hmm. we use the word neuro- neurodivergent because we like to joke that we have um, a multitude or a cocktail of mental illnesses, right? So, like, yeah. we, it's our joke, right? Yeah. Not, not me. Everyone might not like that term, and that's fine, but it's a joke. So, what the um, word? The word difference. You're right. Nobody mental likes illness. That. Oh, illness. I know, mental illness, right? Oh. In, yeah. So. We it's our joke, but we just like to talk about our experiences mm-hmm. to neurodivergent women, and right. um, we laugh and joke and have some fun and mm-hmm. let an AI tell us stupid shit and play Mad Libs on the game on the show and everything. So we just we just have some fun and so. also have deep conversation about things that affect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure, kind of. That's like a side story. We can't there. be too serious. <laughs> so uh, oh, see, like I'm I'm. I would love to just have a super serious anytime, like deep conversation at all times. I fucking oh, hate small talk. Uh, same. Like, so when he tries to interject like lighthearted shit into like serious moments on the show, I'm all like, huh, you ruined that for me. I know. I've heard. Ugh. You get irritated. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> as you pointed out, Steve loves to poke this bear. Uh, just yeah. Fucking funny. loves to do it. And I actually ultimately don't really mind because uh, I understand from the perspective of people watching, it's wicked fucking funny. I do. So uh, what, can you tell us a little bit more about your flavor of Nero spicy? Oh, God, so- shut the fuck. <laughs> Hold on, Nikki. Hold on. Neuro fucking spicy. Really? You're going to jump on that fucking bandwagon of calling shit spicy? Because I wanted to oh, say flavor. Fuck. You know what? I get horrible heartburn. None of us here are allowed to be spicy at all. OK, what's, what's your what's your type of tism? Yeah. My type of tism. So, um, both actually I'll speak for both of us. Our, our types of tism are, uh, <laughs> level one neurospicy. Mm. Um, we'll just throw all the terminology in there. You ready? Yes. Level one neurospicy low support need uh-huh. tism. But you forgot, you forgot both one. You forgot one. Did I, what, yeah. what did I forget? You forgot to say the one we're not allowed to use. What? Asperger's syndrome. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Level one high function Asperger's syndrome. Yeah, it would have been need. considered Asperger's syndrome. Yeah. 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 All, yeah, all, it all four it of us would have been Asperger's syndrome diagnosed, you know, 15 years For ago. For sure. 
for yeah. sure. For sure. I guess what I, what I mean by flavors is like you know how does it present itself to you like what what um oh see, yeah where do you I fall heard it on the way the, Nikki heard it what what do you fall on the spectrum like what are some of your thingies what are some of your what what are your particulars when it comes to <laughs> stimming uh, RSD PDA things like that like where yeah. what are some of your eccentricities so um, for me. Um, I heard you talk about like you're you're a very passionate person, Nick. Mm. So like I get I can be the one that's maybe a little bit too intense sometimes and I've had to learn to meter that because as my uh. own perspective as a woman, sometimes that's really not allowed, right? You're not oh, allowed no. to be yeah. that loud and eccentric and passionate, right? Right. Um so I tend to be on the more like slightly extroverted side of things. Mm -hmm. However, I burn out quicker. Um so yes. I'm 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 like a, what would you call that? I have a short fuse, right? So like I'll, I'll start big and like, I'm happy, but then I'll mm -hmm. burn out really quick. Candle with a short um, wick. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sure. That Let's works. go with that analogy. Um, I agree with it too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, and then my co-host is very introverted, uh, tends to have more of the RSD presentation mm -hmm. where she's just very aware of everything all the time mm -hmm. and tends to try to keep to herself and, um, won't really be very loud, won't be confrontational. She's kind of much more quiet, right? So, Demir, we, yeah, well, you and no. your big ass words. It's not a big word. It's <laughs> I don't like know that I'd say Demir because or, when she does, when she does speak, though, she has uh -huh. her opinions and they're quite strong. So, like, it, like this guy, but. Over the years, I'll say I've I've met, I used to be very black and white think, and then now I've I've sort of traveled more into gray. So like mm -hmm. I'm I'm able to to see all sides of things, which is also equally irritating. I have learned that it, when you're yes. quite gray, or when you're black or what like black and white thinking, it mm -hmm. doesn't seem to please anybody. It's you're just gonna piss somebody off one way or the other. And, so. and you always People want you to take a side or pick a team, right? Well, right. But even and when you're black and white Coke thinking, or Pepsi. though. Well, but even, <laughs> well, even when you're black and white thinking, <laughs> though, uh, at times you're going to be coming across somebody with a specific topic and you're almost always going to be on opposite sides because you're never enough in their direction for them to yeah. accept just, you as that. I just so they automatically that, uh, think you're on the opposite. I just realized the Coke and Correct. Pepsi analogy actually kind of worked for politics, too, because you got blue and red. Oh, for you know? sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you got red for can sure. versus blue can. Right. Even though they're both fucking cola. Get over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my god they have different dressings but the same shit on the inside nick throws Weird. a can of fanta at the screen yeah Coke and pepsi fanta. it's neither yeah like fuck you great <laughs> soda that's right that's right or even worse fucking passion fruit and anybody who picks cream soda should just be put into a pit and burned alive how so. dare you i, I love agree. cream soda oh my god i love cream soda put some cream soda with some vanilla ice cream mm -mm, okay okay can I, can I meet you in the middle here sure. only if it's orange cream soda like the shit from Cracker Barrel. That's the best. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We we don't allow people to talk about Cracker Barrel here. Um, okay, I'm sorry. They are, they are a horrible human being of a restaurant. Human okay, being of a restaurant? Of a restaurant, yeah. <laughs> no, I go, I've go. i gone to Cracker Barrel. I need to, to, I need to write a usually, Barrel, usually so when I feel like being racist <laughs> is when I go to Cracker Barrel. Um, I can't. So uh, I'm going to start a book of Nickisms. So anytime you say something that doesn't make any sense, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is a horrible human being of a, of a business. <laughs> nice save. 
Uh, you know, it's weird. I used to work with a lady, uh, uh, another clinician uh, who actually used to write on her whiteboard nickisms. And they were always like to her, it was always like interesting insights into like how I think people operate or whatnot, like different ways of, of perception about behavior. And so it's weird you say that because in that context, it was somebody praising my, you know, insight and ability and uh, <laughs> understanding. And now you're like, here's some stupid shit Nick says. Um, I just meant, like, think it on both when sides. you when you say something that you like when you mess up, when you say something. You oh, yeah. So I know I don't think you meant to call a cracker barrel a, a, a human being, but no, <laughs> so no, I, I meant to but just say it's a fucking meant. horrible fucking place. And it's I not and it's not I necessarily a horrible place. I, it's just like most things you get at Cracker Barrel are things that you can make at your house for cheaper than what they're charging, as well as probably faster than it's coming out of that kitchen. And I've I mean, never I feel like that's 90 percent of all restaurants. Though. No, no. I mean, like even I can cook almost everything on the menu at Cracker Barrel. And well, I don't know. How to so it's cook actually well interesting. A new study just came out and uh, there's a lawsuit ongoing mm-hmm. for uh, Cracker Barrel mac and cheese actually causes autism. <laughs> so oh, <no>. It's something there. <laughs> it's something in the, uh, the, the the sauce that they make, the cheese sauce, when they make like kind of a roux uh-huh. with the flour. Uh-huh. There's something in it. Like some type of heavy metal in the roux that causes autism. So, huh? Weird. God. Are they also the ones who've been making baby food all these years yeah. too? Yeah. Um, I'm getting my one million from Gerber this week. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm glad they're paying. I out need for to you. put that little bald baby in his place. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, put that little bitch in the wow. All right, so <laughs> put the little bitch in the wow. <laughs> I had a whole sentence, but Isn't I that decided baby? to stop. The baby on the Gerber bottles, like. Like 80 years old now, I think, or something no, like that. No, they died. Didn't they? The first baby they ever uh, used yeah. for it, yeah, has died. All right, well. Oh my God. Well, not, was... didn't die as a baby. Hold on. They died as an adult. <laughs> their estate, their okay. estate owes me some money, okay, for my tism. And all the heavy oh metals God. in their spinach. I mean, shut up. <laughs> fucking, fucking vaccines, fucking Tylenol, fucking now baby food. Why don't we just say fuck off to all of it? Who so gives a shit why been, we have it? We have it. If you've been on Facebook yeah. recently, I don't know if you've seen all the baby food autism things on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the newest thing they want to fucking blame for it. So it's like the Tylenol oh one, God, but now no. they're suing the baby food companies because they're saying that baby food causes autism because there's heavy okay, metals in it. Okay, sure. But there would be sure. far more children with autism if that's the case. The fact that there is less than 3% of the population worldwide that is diagnosed with autism, like it can't be the fucking baby food. There's far too much of that shit no. sold and far too much of it given to so many fucking children. I just like to make you jokes about You can't have 3%. Like that's not even a good correlation. I actually, they, oh, no. sorry. I commented no. on one of their ads on Facebook and I said, can you show me proof that baby food causes autism? Yeah. And somebody just like sent me a reply saying, well, look it up or something like that. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So when, when like the Tylenol ads were going around on Facebook, uh, I asked for that. I said, what is your supporting documentation? And they sent me a research paper or at least a link to one. So I clicked on it and it did not send me to research at all, even though they were claiming oh, it was a research shocker. paper. It was an advertisement for this same law office that mm-hmm. all it said was there was research that links Tylenol to autism. And at no point was there anything of reference or resource to for me to see whatever it was. So I went on to Google yep. Scholar, which is usually the first place I look for research on, and I typed in Tylenol and autism. And I did find something. But in that research paper itself, it said there is a correlation at best. 
it right. wasn't Correlation actually anything. Correlation does not equal causation. Right. Isn't that what everybody always says? Yeah, exactly. And there was nothing yeah. in the discussion section of the paper that said anything about some link, that there was oh. any strong significance to it. None of that. It just said that, you know. <laughs> I think we need to have a talk. These two things happen at the same Nick, time. As you know, your wife has been suffering all week from chronic headaches. And mm -hmm. uh, being seven months pregnant as she is, I think we should just go ahead and go forward with the abortion now. Oh, nice. 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 <laughs> She's been taking Tylenol heavily for the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Your baby doesn't stand a chance. Not at all. It'll just oh have the chisholm. Um, well, There's a Planned Parenthood down the street. Nikki, <laughs> you said you listen to the show a lot, and so you I know do. how we talk. I do. It's can bring fine. Them, it's bring fine. Bring my card. Here's a prescription for an abortion. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great. <laughs> well, I mean, at least the, te uh, the stem cells will help somebody. Um so that was the yeah. joke that killed it. That's the joke that yep. killed the energy right there is and when I actually steam. mentioned is when I mentioned that stem cells can actually help people. That's where we're going to cut this shit off. All right. Um, it's fine. Oh, I, I just peaked like a motherfucker, didn't I? Yeah, my bad. Um, no, it's probably me because I just scream laughed. Yeah. I'm having a hard time figuring out. We just got these pop filters. His partner was real nice to get these pop filters, but I'm having a hard time figuring out like where to put my head now. I had yeah, it all like worked out. Yeah, and like when I record like, on ours, if I'm if I laugh and I move back, it just yeah. sounds like crackling on the show. So like I try not to move back as far now. So I don't know if I'm screaming, just say something. I'll back up. Yeah, don't worry about it. More more than likely, he'll just look at me and give me a dirty look or some shit, and I'm supposed to interpret like she's that. Screaming, make it stop. So and I'm gonna many, be like, what? How many headaches did your mother have during her natal cycle? <laughs> not sure. You know, that's not necessarily the conversations we carry. So I'm really not sure. I'm not sure. Oh. I had a lot though with my kids. Yeah, and they're both autistic. So there we go. Oh, there, you, oh, there we go. Tylenol proven. Yeah, proven. proven. Right there. Yep. That's it. That's yep. all there is to it. Uh, we don't need any more than one mother to say she took Tylenol and now yep. she's got an autistic kid. We don't and need more now. Children. You didn't feed yep. her baby yep. food. Did you? Um, are they? Are they? Yeah, um, I did. Are they level one, two, three, or eighty-five? Two, both of them. Dose. Okay, so yeah. a little heavier support needs than yourself. Yeah. Okay. But uh, they don't are, present as much as I think most people might assume level two autism presents. So, okay. like, my oldest, had he, like, being evaluated now, they might have evaluated him at level one, because oh, I think that's closer okay. to his presentation. My youngest um, definitely presents closer to level two, but, I mean, they're both verbal. They're both... You know, low. I I feel like they're lower support need in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but my youngest does have more sensory issues, um, more sensory problems, mm -hmm. more things like that. Um, so I, I not that I think they're ever gonna need to live with me for the rest of their lives or anything like that. But okay. they're definitely um, um, Noah's definitely more support uh, than my oldest. So. Okay, uh, roughly how old are they? Uh, my oldest is eleven, and my youngest is eight. Okay, so the eleven-year-old uh, has. Can the eleven-year-old make food for themselves? Yeah, yeah, we're doing um, <laughs> we're doing things now called life skills days yeah. because I feel like you know, as a mom, and them needing to, you know, knowing that they are most likely going to be capable of living on their own, right, without me, and that's the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Is I'm trying to teach them as early as possible, yes, how to care for themselves so yes. that they have the longest amount of time practicing it. Because they're probably going to need longer to be able to master those skills. So yeah. we're starting as early as possible. Yeah, so, to yeah. just be able to create the routine of trying to figure out how to clean up their room and do laundry and cook. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. 
Um, and figuring out what works to get that done. Like today, we just had to invent a new game to make sure that the nice. rooms got picked up because nice. the one we had been doing is lost its luster. So we uh -huh. had to change the change up the game, you know. So yeah, which you is have what kids, you gotta you do. get it. So. Oh yeah, uh, I mean I've yep. got I've got fucking four of them. Just so, put yeah. a basketball yeah. net with a laundry basket underneath and throw your clothes into it. Yeah. And if they're not into basketball, yeah, then that's, there's something that's, wrong with your kids. That's it right that there. is a true statement. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was by into... wrong. You just mean different, and by well, different, on, we're calling hold it autism. Hold on, yeah. I was not into basketball, but I still like shooting my clothes through a hoop. Because you were a well-trained boy. Because I just like throwing we, shit. We, we are not trying to genderfy our children, okay? Oh, no. Genderfy? I don't, I don't what what is that? Know. He's making up his own words. I'm, I'm making up we my own fucking words. We have touched on all, almost all of the topics that could possibly get you canceled so Not yet. Far. Not yet. So we we're, haven't we're touched on race. We haven't right, touched right. on, uh, we I, haven't touched on race. <laughs> and we, we have not yet told you to stop talking because you're a woman. We didn't talk about uh, religion We haven't either. said that yet. No religion. True, you're right. No, and no religion. You got some, you got some room. You do. We still you have. We room. got like this That's much left before we get corner. canceled. That's, That's me in the spot. That's actually my favorite song. <laughs> oh, really? Losing yes. my religion. Did, did you also lose your religion? I have alternative stand for sure. <clears throat> oh, okay. Wait, wait, didn't you say you're only in your early 30s? Yes, I was raised well. Oh, apparently. Um, I have um, good music taste. Oh, right. Not <laughs> as you like R.E.M. <clears throat> so what's your favorite? That's like a horrible guilty pleasure for most people. I played R.E.M. the other night actually at Trivia because there was a question about uh, sleep. So actually, here's a trivia question. Do you guys know what the average sleep cycle is for a human being. How many minutes? I don't. Oh. Um, I feel like you should know, Nick. 30 minutes. Probably should. Like 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, or 120 minutes. Oh, 120, I would say. Well, 90 to 90? 120. It's 90. 90. Oh, it's 90. But okay. I played R.E.M. and R.E.M. song because. R.E.M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, because you yeah, have yeah. to hit REM cycle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <clears throat> but okay. I played It's Tracks. the End Tracks. of the World as We Know It. I played that song. <laughs> So oh, what's your no, favorite just... uh, 90s, uh, early 90s alternative, whatever type of music? What's your favorite band or song? I mean, I don't really, it, it's terrible to say, I don't really have like a favorite, so to say. Like I, my music taste is so vast. Is, like, are you more into like I the grunge or like more of the, like the, the pop rock? Um, are you in like so Spin Doctors, that type of shit? Probably or like... pop rock is probably the closest like that'd be the most stuff in my playlist is probably yeah. pop rock but i do like grunge i also like hard rock um i love metallica so yeah. like i'm i'm a little <clears throat> bit everywhere i can listen like i there was one point i was hyper fixated on disturbed and i had their entire discography yeah. when like downloading music was a thing so like i had their entire i've seen them live a couple times wait 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 That's you're awesome. saying downloading music was a thing like yeah. like ripping yeah. music to a CD was a thing, or like yeah. for when when iPads and or iPods first came out, and like you had yeah. to like well, no, pirate shit. Okay, he's fucking right. When, I am a decade older than you, and thing. I'm thinking like LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking you're 33. I'm 10 years older than you, right? When that was a fucking thing, I was like in my early 20s, and I'm thinking right. you were fucking 12. Like who the fuck is letting yeah. you download music at 12? I burned my first CD when I was um. I want to say I was, yeah, I was like 13. Yeah, dude, you're six yeah. years different from me. She is literally a decade. When I was like 10, so. uh, what? I was, I was, yeah, he built me my first computer when I was 10. So like, And let you unsupervised? It was the 90s. I know, there was still a lot what of porn the on the internet. in the 90s? 
I wasn't. It was harder to access. I was an autistic kid that just didn't know I was autistic that just wanted to listen to music. I wasn't interested. You know what I used to do on my computer when I was ten? I used to go look at um. What was that old uh, uh, encyclopedia you got on the disc? Encyclopedia Britannica. The one on the disc? Yeah. Yeah, I used to just look up shit. Yeah. Read stuff. So uh, during that same time period, even though I was downloading music somewhat, uh, it was mostly movies and TV shows for me. Mm -hmm. Because I... I have to, apparently I have to fucking hoard fucking DVDs. Ask my ex-wife. We had a big ass, super big shelf thing, three section fucking like five shelf each thing that I had just DVDs. And then the, the, the TV series was a whole nother fucking shelf thing. It was this massive fucking thing. And, and by the B movies. Yeah. And most of them I didn't watch. I, I mostly didn't watch it. I literally bought it to have it. They were in uh-huh. plastic. They were sitting on a shelf. I couldn't even tell you all the fucking movies I had. Here's what I knew. Walmart, the $5 bin, I just fucking bought the shit. I yep, have no idea sometimes what the titles were because I had to fucking hoard it. Well, <laughs> yep. I, I mean, one of the reasons why I got past doing some of those kinds of behaviors was at some point I couldn't. And so I had to find other ways. And then all the downloading happened. But then my favorite thing happened in the world. It became legal for me to have a massive, massive, massive catalog access to all this shit. It's called streaming services. And so I literally got rid of all of it. And I'm like, now I can watch whatever I want. Unfortunately, I don't want to give more money to Apple, but they've got awesome ass fucking TV shows. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we were talking about music, but that's okay. Yeah, we were. But it's okay. It, no, I get it. I went I to uh, music, downloading. I downloaded movies. I'm trying to relate here. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I was I was going to oh, go ahead. I was going to talk to her yeah, about a bunch of the the because uh, I had probably similar taste in music. So like growing up, it one of my like favorite uh, bands was the Chili Peppers. I was really big uh-huh. into them. Yeah. Up. Uh, yeah. I was really big into like um, Tool. Because you are Nails, one. Is you are one. Yeah. Um, yep. but I've seen like tons of bands. That's all I did. Like in middle school and high school, I just used to go to music shows and, um, guy who now complains about having so much anxiety about going to like a fucking theater show. Yeah. I mean, I never liked the crowds, but I used to go, uh, yeah. the desire to see the band was bet was like outweighed the anxiety. So he would go like, I get it. I don't, I don't really like going to crowded places either, but if I want to go see what's there bad enough, but, I'll get over it. And, and I understand. I was trying to have a not understanding or compassionate I moment know. for him. And like, <laughs> I was trying to shit on him and for I that. And I ruined it. Yeah. I ruined it. So, I'm, I'm very hip. <laughs> grow a heart. Mm, I'm very, bigger. very hipster though with like my, some yeah, of my, my favorite things are very like stereotypical, like kind of hipster douche. You could have ended I, the sentence love, with, I'm a hipster. I love IPAs, and my favorite band is Radiohead. Okay, Okay. I mean you. you, I'm a walking stereotype. Serious to God, if if you could come up with a trait or 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 describe a hipster in some fucking way, just say Steve's a hipster, and that covers all of it because that is literally him. I don't look like a hipster. I don't think bullshit. Like Like, half the time, you fucking do. I have a lot of hipster interests. You do. You have like odd fucking print, but they're like button up the front. And they're short sleevey collared shirts and you do the fucking sweeping of the side of your hair and you fucking talk about fucking like artisan made shit. So anyway, um, that's the hipster checklist right there. It we've, really fucking. Oh, my God. It. Yeah. Uh, the leather fucking shoes and shit that nobody's worn for the last 80 years. That's funny. Sorry. I, although you don't cuff your jeans. And I'm Nick's very proud old of you. man yells at cloud. That's Nick. 
Yes. <laughs> you kids with your, your cracks and your iPads. Yeah. Yeah, oh actually. Yeah. On, on okay. the flip side of that. Yeah. You mentioned Crocs. Are we team Crocs or are we team absolutely not? Yeah, I'm so fucking loot. I'm uh, I'm kind of just in, indifferent to them. I don't really give a crap. Okay. I, I think okay. I think Crocs is the on, from a business perspective. I think Crocs are the greatest fucking thing ever, right? Because they're cheap as fuck Obviously. to make. Uh, yeah. Everybody fucking wants them. Uh, you can put all this accessories and shit on them now. Uh, like, They've tapped a market that they yeah. didn't know existed for sure. <laughs> I like to somebody rock made a fuck ton of money in Bravo for you. On the flip <laughs> side of that, how lazy do you need to fucking be to own a fucking pair of Crocs? Like, how <laughs> fucking lazy? <laughs> Honest to God, like these it. are slip-ons, okay? I buy Skechers because a lot of slip-ons, okay? I get that. Oh but I have to put a finger on the back of the shoe to make sure the, the back of the shoe comes up, right? Crocs, you don't even need that much. Like they are they are slippers you get to wear to work, but only certain yep. jobs, only certain jobs. Um, somebody tried to wear Crocs at my job and, uh, they were like, okay, now you're pushing the limit of what fucking casual profession is. And the person goes, what? I can buy a leather cover for my Crocs. And I'm like, then just buy the fucking shoe, like buy a fucking shoe. I think we should all just go back to being barefoot like nature intended. So, so we live in 2023 team socks or team barefoot. So from from everything that I've looked into, it actually is healthier. I mean, um, if people who who spend more time barefoot, it's healthier for your posture. It's healthier for your foot. You develop kind of calloused feet. Yes. And your toes spread out and people have less foot problems, less back problems, less spinal problems because of the way you walk naturally as a human being, because we're not Mm -hmm. designed to wear shoes. We're fucking animals, right? We started wearing shoes to protect our feet from certain things. But if you allow your feet, Feet to foot to become callous, you can walk on surfaces without hurting yourself, right? But it's just funny that we've like, there are certain instances where even if you wore barefoot, where you might still put foot foot coverings on. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, like, if you walk around barefoot long enough, you'll your feet will toughen up and you'll your posture will be better and I don't know whatever. So yeah. So to no, answer I've, your I have question, read that, but like yeah. I just I just mean like from a sensory perspective, right? Right? Like, are you team? I have to wear socks 24 seven because ill to everything that my feet touch or are you like i hate socks i would be barefoot every day if it was possible because i'm you don't don't have to say socks you can tell us what you really mean okay what (laughs) where the fuck was that joke going or is it a a condom joke is that where we were going with that like what are we doing yeah, well, I can't think of anything else that would make sense. Neither, neither can I. Like, that's the first. I was like, was that a bad condom joke? Like, what the fuck yeah, was he saying? That was this my first thought. But yeah, all right. Maybe that was way so, off. So, to answer your know. question, and unfortunately, I have to make this difficult because thank you, Tism. Uh, <laughs> if I already don't have socks on in the day, it, I actually find it far more difficult to put them on just to avoid okay. the sensory stuff. But if I already okay. have socks on, I have a really hard time taking them off until the very last minute. Cause I don't want to touch anything with my feet. So it depends on how I start. Okay. I, yeah. Acceptable. Acceptable answer. Yeah. Um, I actually, maybe too much personal knowledge. Well, maybe not. I mean, what's, what's what the fuck's the show for? Whatever. So, um, I actually have a very hard time and my, my partner can attest to this. I have a very hard time getting out of Jamie's, and getting going, not because of what I have to do that day, not because of any other reason than I have to walk out my door. Like okay. the, 
the idea, not the idea of like going to get my oil changed, my haircut or, or grocery store or whatever, those aren't really the, the thought that stops me or hinders me or, or causes me to avoid whatever internalized demand I'm creating for myself. It's just the idea of stepping outside of my front door. Okay. I have a very hard time getting back. And some people would be like, well, yeah, that's just being lazy. No, no. like it's literally the idea of trying to walk out my door. And it's not like some social imposition because I have to dress a certain way. It's just the idea of going out my door. Like, yeah, but like once you're out the door, you're good. Yep. Right. And like once you make once it out I the start, door, you're good. Yeah. Once I start yeah. putting clothes on, uh, you know, appropriate for the day or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Once I have to put those Later, socks on, I'm like, fuck it, I'm already going. So I might as well finish my day. You know that I would be alive. If this I is did, did we go too long without talking to you? Yeah. It's Did they go too long without talking to you? It's the doors, because you said I, the door. No I know, I know, yeah. dude. I get it. I get it. Just let him speak. He just yeah. wants to speak. Jesus. Come on, yeah. baby, like, let my fire. Okay, uh, honest to God, like, all three of us at some point in this conversation are going to feel like a third fucking wheel. We've got three well, autists talking to each other here. This conversation has been very weird and, like, just... All over the place? Yeah, yeah, all over the yeah. place. Yeah. You, you know, you know... Like one of our previous episodes, one yeah, of our we usually early... stick somewhat to topic. Yeah, kind of. I know, I yeah, know. Kinda. It's okay. And we will, and we will. Um, we'll get there. But I will Anytime, say, I'm ready to go. We, Just tell we, me to shut up. We need to stay on task. Uh, we will not utter that because we'd have to tell ourselves to shut up too. Anyway, <laughs> so we had somebody comment very early on in one of our first episodes. Um, I think it was our fourth or fifth episode. Somebody actually commented and said, I really appreciate the fact that you guys tangent off into all this other stuff because it makes me feel better because I do too. And like, we actually took that advice and kind of went, all right, cool. It's good to have a topic and all, but if we go fucking way off the rails, you know, somebody else is relating to us because we do that. And so that's kind of cool. And so I actually don't mind the tangenting fucking thing because there's somebody listening to this episode or at least will listen to this episode at some point. And they're going, no, I'm totally with you guys. I'm following all the connections, rock and roll. I know yeah, same. That's Amanda and I. Every time yeah. we record, like we have yeah. an idea of what we're going to talk about, but then it the last couple episodes. I think it was mm-hmm. the last episode we did took forty fucking minutes to get to our topic because have, we just kept going right. Off on have you guys topic. seen the meme of like the white girl with like all the math equation things around her head and she looks confused and she's like, "Yes, yes." That that's neurotypicals listening to. Yes, our show. yes, <laughs> yeah. We regularly say if you don't get what's happening here, you've landed in the wrong podcast. Yeah, go somewhere else. That's, like you're just you're. This is not for yeah, you. So that's we a valid point. That quite often, I don't get it. It's not for you. I don't get it. So now, now that somebody <laughs> decided to say, "Well, we should probably get to a topic," uh, let's get to a fucking topic, or I at guess. least ask her some questions, man. I did. I asked her about her podcast. I asked her about herself. Okay, fine. Let's ask her other shit. Uh, so, uh, without naming whatever company you work for, cause that's bad in our line of work to do, uh, what yep. do you do for a living? So I work for a salon supply house. So I get what? to, yeah, salons. So like no, no, no. I salons know what a salon have to get is. their shit from somewhere. Right. So we are a wholesaler. Okay. You're a distributor. Salons. Correct. Okay. Um, so, and I am what's considered the beauty guru there. So am I like more I chestnut or what, what would you call Holy this? Holy shit. Um, She's not a colorist, <laughs> dude. She's not a colorist. Like I'm she, not. No, I'm not a cosmetologist, but I do right. need to know quite a bit of it to be able to. No, because you got to sell it to people, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which that I get was always it. what I wanted to do was be a cosmetologist. Just life just never quite got me to that place. Um, 
so life so this didn't, is like the next best thing. So life didn't put you in the direction to be able to touch people's hair, but instead you instruct other people of how to use products to touch other people's hair. Correct. Correct. Okay. okay. So, so I actually enjoy this part because, um, yeah, it's kind of like I wanted really to rule the world, but you know, life got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so actually like, the one area where I don't mind being touched. Is your head? Yeah. My, is your hair? Oh my yeah. fucking God. My scalp. Swear to God. Not if my face. One, if one more fucking moron touches my goddamn shoulder after I tell them I don't like fucking being touched, I'm going to start murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. Anyway, so like. I didn't even do it. No, I, I, no but I mean, you just. Get the fuck off. You, you, you just brought it up to me though. Like the other day, like fucking, who were we just around the other fucking day? And I, I think it was Ian. I think it was Ian, my, my Ian, not, oh. not, not tall, lanky Ian, but my Ian, um, he goes to give us both a hug and he goes, I don't care if you have a problem with this neck. And it reminded me of all the times during the play where some asshole, like I just fucking told you to not fucking touch me. And all of these fucking artsy fartsy fucking actor folk who are always like be inclusive and respectful of other people. And they can't stop touching me. Like, fuck. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're also a male. You're not allowed to have boundaries. Yeah, so. I know. Like, the fuck? If I was a woman and said, don't touch me, everybody would, like, keep a seven-foot fucking boundary around me. But if I'm a guy who says, please don't fucking touch me unless I say yes, everybody's like, oh, well, oh, I have to hug you now. No, you don't. In fact, you didn't have to 10 minutes ago when you thought I was an asshole. Now you know I got a fucking <laughs> emotional issue. And now you're like, oh, I want to be your buddy. That doesn't mean touch me. Anyway, I'm sorry, Nikki. We're back on you now. Okay. <laughs> New so, um, what, what, so speaking of the tisms, uh, what is your because in my experience thus far, every one of us has one sense that or one sensory issue that is more predominant than others. What would be your mm -hmm. sense that kind of affects you more than another? Sound. Ah, sound. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Like for example, it's it's so not that like loud noises so. bother me mm -hmm. at all because I will blare my music in the car, right? It's, it's yeah, but that's probably your choice though. Yeah. yeah. So it's the combination of sounds from several sources that will uh -huh. send me into a fucking spiral faster than anything. Yes. So like yep. if I'm trying to focus on something as uh -huh. simple as even dishes and my kid's listening to his tablet and then yep. one's also trying to talk to me at the same time. That is enough for me to be like, just wait, wait a minute, please. Just wait a minute. I need one of these sounds has to stop so mm -hmm. I can listen to you. Mm -hmm. Like my husband has learned that he's even more like vocal than I am. He's very diatribe type person, like could talk paint off a fucking wall. And so like when he wants to communicate, what does just, that mean? Yeah. It's well, a euphemism. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. So. Sorry, I, you've mentioned this before. You don't really get a lot of those. Sorry. Yeah, sometimes like, I don't. Meaning he could stare. He could talk so long that paint, like that's <coughs> been there for thirty-five years, would yeah. start to peel off the wall. Do you know what I mean? Like he could hold a conversation so long that paint falls off walls. Like it that it takes that long for paint to just peel off a of shit. That's oh. that's what it means. He talks for a really long time. Right. Okay? So now I get why Steve thinks I could do it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. So like. He'll have like if I'm watching a show because I yeah. that's like my time to unwind my brain. That's how I stim is yeah. like I watch stupid reality TV. <clears throat> that makes no sense. He'll he'll walk in and he'll start talking and he'll go, oh, sorry. And that's my cue to like pause the show. Like I just need a minute to pause the show because I cannot like I hear you. I can't block out any sound like I hear everything all the time. So I'll hear him talking, but I'll also hear my show and none of it computes. Like I have auditory mm. processing issues in that way. So yeah, like, none so of it my will wife. compute. I hear it. 
I hear all of it, but yeah. none of it resonates it, to where I can respond. Well, you, okay. so you know the sound exists, time. and if we Hold give on. you enough time, you can hear it and you'll understand. Hold on. Yeah, my, my wife has the same issue. I want to pose something yeah. here. <laughs> Okay? What? Oh, yeah, I'm just dying for some fucking reason. <laughs> um, like, I can't stop so, this cough, and I'm, like, drinking my coffee like I always do. I mentioned earlier about the whole foot thing, right? About how human beings oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we're not designed, you know, through nature to wear freaking shoes. We started wearing shoes mm -hmm. as human beings, whatever. Yeah, but they're when, more comfortable, and they support our arches. Right, it's and not the like, point right now. Okay. The point is, <laughs> we're talking about sounds. Yeah. I would pose the, the thought, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you think about us from an evolutionary standpoint and develop, uh -huh. developmental standpoint of how we are as human beings, uh -huh. we are we, not experts in this. We have a lot more stimuli uh -huh. nowadays, I would argue, than our ancestors did. Our ancestors didn't have to deal with running water while dishes, while people oh, are playing oh. stuff on a tablet, Hold while on. people are. I I gotta I gotta I know exactly where you're going, dude, and I'm cutting you off because you would do it to me. Um, I would actually argue that we actually have more control over how much sound we have around us. Cause if y'all have, have either one of you, or maybe you have, but have either one of you ever been out in the fucking woods in the middle of the fucking night on a summer fucking night, there was a lot of fucking sound and that shit there terrifies is. the shit out of me. It doesn't, that doesn't bother there me. Is, it, see, it terrifies the shit out of me because there's so much noise. I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's to be, I can, um, at some point I can block that out. Like at oh, some point yeah. it doesn't bother me. And a lot me. of it is repetitive and it's not super loud. Like Correct. if you have crickets, yeah, but there's so much, there's so many different crickets and you can like, hear a deer walk in the distance and there's, and there's that too going but, on. And then you hear the brook in the background and there's wind through the trees and their leaves are moving and there's like insects see, crawling on the ground and there's like, me. yeah, but there's a difference. All of in that the is a lot for me, but there's a difference of the intensity. Maybe not for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like yeah. what she's talking about is I think a lot more overwhelming when you have, if there's a kid talking Another kid playing a video like on YouTube and then you're also washing dishes. Those are all like intense, loud sounds close to you versus right. crickets and birds and off in the distance. are a multi-sensory experience. Dishes are. So like Agreed. I'm already. Agreed. Which like, is why I have to have a dishwasher. I, I can't. I can't wash my hand. I can't wash my hand. So what right. what I was trying to get at is we're also we're trying to like we're, we're dealing with certain things in our modern environment that we wouldn't have to have necessarily dealt with. Uh, our ancestors might not have. And I'm not saying that um, the, like the autism component and sensory issues don't contribute to that, but also I think it's ge in general, it as, human, as human beings in general, all human beings are overstimulated in certain ways because of the modern environment we have with all of the distractions and noises. I agreed and, in that generality. I completely yeah. agree with you. But like, and, and one of the things that, that, so because of the environment I'm in, right? You got two kids as well. I got two kids at home. Yeah. I've got four kids total. I for the last 17 years, I've had children around me, so I've had a lot of extra noise and shit. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that keeps me stable and I think you know I do this, no matter where I am, like right now is the only time in my week I probably don't have a song, I don't have a video playing, I don't have a TV show or a movie playing on my phone yeah. because that's my constant for things because this is, I'm putting this on. It's usually a show that I've watched before. It's I'm familiar to it. Like right mm -hmm. now I'm in the middle of watching Bones, uh, you know, the TV okay. show Bones. Yeah. Uh, I'm right now in the middle of that again and I go back over my shows again. But that's kind of my way of keeping a little bit sane. The Boreanis guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Boreanis yeah. and uh, 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 
uh, I don't know Emily Deschanel. No, not Emily. Maybe. No, it's the no. other one. Whatever. I know they're. That's not Zoe Deschanel. No, That's no, not it's, no. Emily is her name. Her name is Emily because oh, her it? sister is Emily Zoe. Something. Yeah, yeah. They're sisters. Oh, they're sisters. Yeah, they're sisters. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, I actually only found that out because of the episode that Zoe ends up doing on the show, and then it was oh, okay. advertised as that that, that okay, cool. her sister was on the show. Anyway, um, but I'm in the middle of that, and I always go back to certain shows a hundred times over. Because I, I'm familiar with the voices, I'm familiar with the storyline. Yeah. I don't have to put a lot of thought into like learning the show. Also, because he had a crush on Angel, so <laughs> he's a beautiful man. Like, he there's really nothing wrong with David Boreanaz. He's a beautiful I'm man. I'm gonna agree with that. Like, statement. sorry. Like, I'm not even saying that in a like I also like boys kind of way. I'm saying that he's right. just a beautiful just, fucking man. Like I the jawline and fucking the, just, the like, way they're just gorgeous. Yeah, like, he's if a beautiful I padded guy. for that team, that's who I'd choose. Yeah, right. For sure. Like. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, but I, I'll like, I'll listen to that. And even though the two girls are are listening to their, you know, uh, uh, iPads of whatever mm-hmm. fucking YouTube show either one of them is doing, like right. uh, oldest daughter being on the spectrum, she's probably listening to fucking bubble gupties do that fucking yeah. uh, lunchtime song or whatever it is. I know you, you, neither one of you have any idea what I'm talking about there. No, but, I know bubble guppies. Okay, but do do you yeah. know that um, there's like an older man voice and he goes, "What time yes. is it?" And all the kids go, "Yes, lunch time." Okay, yes. or time for lunch. Yeah, my oldest will over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and that can be really annoying for you audio sensory people. Mm-hmm. But for me, I can tone that the fuck out when you know fucking David Boreanaz tells me all about how you know Bones being that logical just doesn't work. You got to listen to your gut more, Bones. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, that okay, kind of so stuff centers. I don't know anything about these kids' things. I know you know nothing. Yeah. And if you, I did, you guys okay. should, you you're guys one of those child-free people. You should be worried if That's I did okay. know all these child videos. Like, why am I, look, <laughs> why am I watching all these child Honestly, videos? Honestly, I wouldn't worry about you knowing them. Okay. I would worry if it was somebody who I didn't know had the tism. Then right. I would have a problem with it. So I have this. Yeah. I have this question. I guess for both sure. of you, I want to want to hear from both of you. Sure. So you're, you mentioned like having something. Do what? Oh, you just look down. It looked like you were reading. Yeah, I do that because eye contact. I can't. I do that. Um, (laughs) So I have issues with eye contact too. No. So I, I'm just curious. Like you said, you have something going on in your ears all the time. My husband does too. And like me asking him a question or speaking Mm -hmm. to him with something going on in his ears does Mm -hmm. not bother him. Like it just whatever. Like it's fine. I cannot do that. Like I listen to podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I am a podcaster. I liked, I like that a lot. But if I'm listening to a show, mm-hmm. you can't talk to me. Like you can't talk to me at the same time as the show is going. I have to pause it. Like I cannot, right. I can't do that many auditory stimuli at once. That's why I had a so hard like, time streaming. I tried streaming video games a few times and it's hard for me to like yeah. pay attention to people watching be able to do both. or respond yeah. to people and play the game. I have yeah. to stop what yeah. I'm doing in the game to respond to people because I can't. So like if that's if that's what I would be doing, like if we're gonna yeah. do like Patreon content like right. later where we're like playing WoW or whatever, mm-hmm. they're you're all just gonna be watching us. Like I'm not talking to you. Like you're just gonna watch us be stupid and that's fine. Like right. I I could never, just like you, like I could never respond in real time to people because mm. then I would like not be able to like control my character or like stop the game. Like I can't process that many things at once. So like clearly you're good with it. Like your 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 music's on or your whatever's on. And like can people like talk to you yeah. while you have it or yeah. you have to pause it? Okay. But so I had I'm to train myself to do can. it. Hold on. I, I had to train okay. myself to do that. I, I didn't always do it just because. Um I used to play and you you've heard me talk about it, the game Civilization. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in my first marriage, before I was diagnosed bipolar or autistic, um, I would obsessively play it. And I would be so lost in it and so obsessive to play each turn. It's a turn-based uh, game that I couldn't walk away from it, but I also couldn't hear my, at the time, wife talk to me at all. She would come to the door of the room. She would open the door. She would say something to me. Most of the time it was probably, hey, are you hungry? You want to make dinner, get dinner? What, you know, can you change our son or whatever? I wouldn't hear any of it. And it's not like this game was loud. I didn't have any sound on. It's because I was so hyper fixated into it. And I used to be that bad when I'd watch TV. So I would binge watch TV on a regular basis, whatever DVD I had of it, whatnot. And I couldn't hear anything outside of that show unless somebody got my fucking attention. But of course, the second you tried to get my attention and pull me out of that TV show, I was all irritated and shit, or at least I'd sound like it. I had to train myself out of that. And I had to train myself to always have an ear outside of whatever I'm focused on. And it took quite some time. And I actually had to ask a partner. I went out of my way to explain all this to a partner. And I said, look, you have to help me learn how not to do it. You have to get my attention, be loud, be abrupt, slap your hands together, whatever it is, get me out of it. Right. Just to break the habit. And now I can do multiple things, but I also had to do it because when you have a screaming baby, you can't tell that baby to quiet the fuck down. Because you're watching a TV show, right? Like that baby didn't give a shit. Now, see, that's that was something that pulled me out. The mom instinct takes over for the sensory shit, right? So, like, the mom in me was just like, oh, the baby's crying. That's more important than my fucking whatever. And I never would get like that into something that I just didn't hear anyone around Mm -hmm. me. Cause, like I said, I don't have the feature that blocks shit out. I just don't. (laughs) I just hear it all the time. So, like, no matter what or how loud, I'm going to hear what you said and it's going to stop my thought or stop my concentration. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to talk and I haven't paused what I'm enthralled in, I just, I can hear you, but I'm not computing anything you're saying. Right. Like, you know, the sound is happening. Yes. Like, it's not that I'm just like, I don't even hear you because I'm so focused. It's, I can't, I'm not computing. Like, I heard what you said, but I also heard her say whatever the hell she said on the TV show. And now I need to stop and parse out who said what and right. who should I respond to right now? Right. Uh, that's so, what like, Natalie what about, has to do too. Yeah. She's yeah. got to pause it what and just be you, like, Steve? like, how are what? you with that? Sorry. Let me just take um, over your show I, and ask I, you questions. I have a hard time <laughs> no, that's focusing cool. on more than one thing at a time. If I'm in, enthralled in a game, not so much a TV show, but more so like a, a video games are kind of what gets me into like a vegetative state where I'm just like, Bleh. or like, editing. Yeah. Yeah, or from like working on video editing. When somebody tries to talk to me while I'm editing, uh, I don't hear anything they say. No, no. Nick is like, "Oh, so you want to get some pizza?" I'm just. Oh, oh my god! So what'd you say? Oh, like my my ass can do two things at once, and I'm not going to say multitasking because there's no research to support that shit. In fact, there's a whole bunch of research to dictate there's no such thing as multitasking. But this dude, on the other hand, it depends on what I'm doing. Like I said, if I get if it's something where I want to. Like if I'm video editing, I'm trying to pay attention to a bunch of different things mm-hmm. and I'm focused on it and thinking about, okay, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with that? So it's like I have two, I'm a bunch of things I'm working on in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if somebody's trying to talk to me, I'm like. I, I will say it's hey. bad enough with you at times, <laughs> at times it's bad enough with you that if you even are thinking about doing some project, it is hard to a- ask you the question, what do you want to eat for lunch? I start doing calculus in my head. Like, like, yeah, like he gets all like fucking Russell Crowe, beautiful mind, fucking math theorem in the fucking existence <laughs> kind of shit. Like even when he's thinking about 
putting together the, the new tower for his computer or thinking about a video he wants to edit or thinking about a new sketch he wants to write, it's hard to get him to think about anything else in that given moment if he's already in that mode. I also Whether get, he's actually working on it or not. I, I'm better at yeah. this now, but when I was younger, I used to get really angry or irritated if I couldn't complete something. Uh-huh. So we start a task. And if it's something I really want to complete, yeah. if I was interrupted or pulled away from it, mm-hmm. it would irritate the shit out of me. Like if Same. I start, if I'm mm. editing a video and I'm like 80% done, I need to finish that other 20%. Otherwise I'm like, Same. what the fuck? Um, I, I can't, I can't walk off from things unfinished either. Like mm. I, I, I still struggle with that as a full grown woman. Like yeah. I, I have to learn how to like, there are times pay attention to. to how much time is it like try to figure out how much time it's going to take or if i can't figure that out ask somebody else like do you think this is too ambitious to try to xyz in this right. amount of time like i'll often find myself staying late at work because i'm in the middle of doing something and i can't just stop and hand it off so like i i i get that i resonate with that but like when i do like, it was Canva, funny is the one time Canva i did that shit or editing mm-hmm. audio it's like that's me too Oh, yes. no, I was going to say at my uh, my previous uh, job, I they would complain that I didn't do that, pass stuff off from other people. Mm-hmm. And then when I did start to do it, they complained that I was leaving tasks unfinished. And right. I'm like, well, you motherfuckers. We can't make fucking yeah. normies happy. That's fucking so why. You yeah. complained yeah. that I tried to do everything myself or that I didn't hand off tasks to other people. But then when I started to do it, you said I was being lazy and leaving tasks for other right. people. Um, I, I will say... I, I've had to do a lot of perspective shifting for myself because I used to I used to be like the both of you in that regard where I, I had a hard time putting things down. I couldn't not mm-hmm. finish something um, or at least project-wise. Like I can't finish a carton of milk to save my life. Uh, I always have to leave a little bit at the very end of it. I can't – I have this horrible problem fucking finishing that shit. A little bit of soda <laughs> left in the bottle and shit. A little bit of – Coffee left in the cup. Anyway. Well, like uh, once it gets cold, you can't drink like with coffee. If it's hot and it's supposed to be hot, once it goes cold, I can't drink it. Like, see? But that's that's a matter of how you designate it right there. Hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gotta be hot. Cold coffee. Right. Gotta be cold. But, yep. cold. but I would prefer to drink a cold coffee. And once my cold coffee gets less cold, I'll still drink it. Right. I like so. my tea. Because, because of the expectation of all the yeah. <laughs> so, yeah um, I like my tea hot, but my coffee cold. I know you are a weirdo that way. I like coffee, period. I I, I swear to God, it's an obsession. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say was. special interest. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I roast coffee for myself and shit. Um, That's fancy. Yeah, like I read books on fucking coffee. Anyway, um, but what I was going to say is that perspective shift is um, I had to start telling myself what does it hurt. And I had to train myself to actually think about what does it hurt if I walk away. And the answer cannot be it'll bother me. Because <laughs> why does it bother me? It bothers me well because I got to get the task done. So fucking what? Because what are you yeah. walking away to go do? Like the example of stay late at work, right? And I'm not saying anything against you. I'm not criticizing you. I'm not judging no, you. And none of that shit whatsoever. But you don't have to preface. Hit me great, with it. It's thank fine. you. Um, by staying later at work, you're also spending less time with your partner and your kids. You're very right. Right. So it's which task? Which had. which task is more important? The one at work. Or the job in which you're doing with your kids and your partner. It's on the floor, Steve. In the moment, somebody's calling. (laughs) We interrupt this program for a phone call. Jesus Christ. Nick's talking about like circular logic. Motherfucker. Well, yes. And and part of the the reason why I'm bringing that up is because 
is because of this. Why is because if, it is? Well, why if, is it that? Because it is. No, no, no. Hold on. If you ask yourself at any given time when you're frustrated with something, who's it hurting? Okay. Or am I upset because I'm upset or am I upset because somebody's bleeding or dead? Right? Like right. we put it in those contexts, like nobody's bleeding, nobody's dead. Nobody's going to give a shit if I don't finish putting up the display at work. Right? Right. Nobody's hurt by that. Is my boss going to be irritated? Yes. But it also means that I get home to my kid who's ultimately going to care more about me spending an extra hour with them than my boss is going to give a shit if I spend an extra hour at work because they're not going to give a fuck how much extra I work for them. But how much more am I working for me? Right. And I so I had to put that in perspective. But then again, he's more task focused than I am. I'm more relationship focused than he is, right? To a degree. And so in that regard, not finishing a task would be much harder for him than it is for me to walk away from it. Right. But for me to end a conversation is much harder than for him. Yeah. I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah, like <laughs> when he's done, he done. And we know he yeah. done. Like I've had You'll him. You'll hear it in our show. Amanda's the same way. You'll hear oh. it. She'll be like, agreed. And I'll go, okay, she's done. Then we'll wrap it up. Like, yeah, yeah. She has a specific response and like a cadence. Uh-huh. And when she does it, I'm like, okay, we're done. Yeah, like I and, hear it. We're yeah, done. And you, you've listened to enough of our episodes. You know full well this kid's got that shit going too. I'll just be in like mm-hmm. middle of a sentence and he'll be like, okay, time to go. Yeah. All right, thanks. Well, because if I let him, he'll talk for four hours. So it's a true that, statement. Yes. I'm so saying that's four fucking episodes right there. Is it though? Yeah. He's like, let's just knock them all out right now. You need to take a break yeah. right there. Recharge. So before we started filming these things, like we, I actually had that conversation with him. I was like, we should do two every uh, fucking Saturday to make sure we got a ton of episodes. And he was like, oh, is that a really good idea? Are we going to be able to do it? Yeah. I, I got no issue. I'll make fucking four in a row on one fucking Saturday. Doesn't mean they'll be good though. But so like for you, <laughs> well, yeah, though, that's good or where bad I had is... to learn about myself. Like what? same with you. Like I had to yeah. learn that my, this is not my show, right? Like it's not, this is not the Nikki show. This right. is both of our show. And yes. I have to, as to where like before it was just my show. Yeah. So like Ooh, I could talk as long as I wanted to. Yep. So like I had to remember like she is, also in this and doing this to like she's doing this with me this is our thing right so i had to learn her cues Uh and learn when she was visibly done when she was like like we're losing steam here i had to start to meet her myself and be like okay this is what she can handle and it's not gonna be a good result if I push her past what she's comfortable doing. Yeah. So that's why it's taken us so long to do video because she was highly uncomfortable with video for a long so time. So was I. Like so I was barely I. got her. her to do audio. So I was like, okay, we're yeah. not going to push the video envelope. So like maybe we're slow start, right? Because mm. we don't have all the features like ongoing and like we don't have all our, you know, all the little tendrils out and all social sure. media, but I can't push her past a point she's comfortable right. because then yeah. I have nothing. You know what I mean? That Absolutely. Because then it dissolves into nothingness over Correct. over what? Because you wanted a pace that she wasn't good with? Yeah, Correct. you guys got to go at your pace. Ultimately, because it's fun. Like, yeah. we are fucking enjoying ourselves. It's yeah. fun for us to do. Absolutely. And when it stops being fun, I don't want to do it anymore. Right. So, like, what's the point of pushing I, for the sake of pushing? I, if we're I not think uh, there's some things to worry about, about trying to do too many episodes or record too much stuff at once because... Sure. Uh, adding some time or some space or some gaps in between also helps you to gain some perspective. It gives you time to think about things, come up with other topics to talk about. So if you just record like four hours or four episodes in a row, I feel like you run the risk of overlapping in too many of the same subjects 
Um, maybe the the feeling is different from week to week or from period to period to recording. And I think like, I don't want to just bust out four just to bust out four just because we can. Correct. So, so, and yeah. I've come to that content understanding. With content. You. Yeah. I, I've come to that understanding with you as well. Like I can shift topic to topic and be able to shift into whatever that topic is. It doesn't mean you can, and you're ultimately very right. Cause if we hit hour three, even if we have a separate topic, my ass is not as engaged as I was for the other two. Which is why and you can I, hear it. You yeah, can hear I, it when you listen. I oh you sure. can you can hear when no, you No, no, I just mean oh. in general. Like oh, in as general. a list as a podcast listener, like yeah. I and and I heard it in our own because at first we used like audio, like to get the show off the ground, we mm -hmm. used audio from my show for the first like four oh. episodes that we had recorded together okay. as the first few episodes, like pre-recorded right. to give us more time to like figure out the flow. Mm -hmm. But I like as listening back to it, I could hear like the ones that we decided to slam out ahead of time to give us time to think about like, what did we want it all to look right. like? were not as engaging. Mm. They were more robotic sounding. Cause we were just like getting it done. And going through we the emotions. The yeah. Going through emotions. Correct. Correct. So like, the I'm ones lazy that were, Joe like, Rogan. This is even... lazy. No, right. It's, it's, so it's just like, not, it's not as interesting. There's not as enough banter. There's not enough mm. like, spontaneous conversation and like you want that's it to be the shit real. i enjoy to listen to yeah. correct i don't i don't want like robotic like noel our sheet says we have to talk about this so that's what we're gonna talk about like i can't do that so yeah you need, so i i prefer it to be more real kind of heartfelt um speaking what's on your mind but also a bit like talking about things that we actually are interested or passionate about at the time instead of just like sure. well today we're gonna talk about yeah, like, we don't even know what we're talking about before we even get on See, the show. I, like maybe I like five to, minutes before the show. Yeah, I have to have something ahead of time that I I can wrap my head around. And even if we don't talk about it, that's fine. Like if we stray from it, whatever, I don't care. But I need to I need to know that we have something we can talk about. Right. Of a topic. Because right. I have so to like ponder we do, the shit we come out. To that. I have yeah, to ponder. Just to let you guys know, uh, we have gone over the hour mark. So this is typically when I let people know. Uh, if you'd like to continue, we can, but we, what? You're, you're like, we were on a fucking roll, I man. Know. I'm you like, we're on a fucking roll. I thought matter. we were doing this good, engaging. We're talking about the like, uh, interpersonal relationship it's, between our podcast partners. A, and a, all of a sudden he's like, just so you know, the hour is now 60 minutes. This is his role. He's this keeping shit the, on track. Uh, this is oh, your one hour. So I let you know because we're having you on. I'm trying to give you the courtesy to let you know it's been an hour. Yeah. So I'm respecting your time. Yeah, uh, I know. So at any time, if you want to peace out, just let me know. Yo, this um, is actually hour two of things, talking so to her. Good. Okay, we got yeah. two episodes now. We didn't yeah. record the first one. Hey, we, we didn't record it. the first one. We, <laughs> we didn't record it. We didn't record the first one, unfortunately. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So, Although it was a fucking good conversation. If you guys yeah, are going to keep talking, I wanted to uh, 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 bring up something that I mentioned before, but I wanted to to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, rock and roll. It feels like you guys just kind of... Breezed right past it a little bit. We did. I don't um, even know what it was, but yes, we did. Keep us in line. Keep us in line. No, so no that's no. it, so Steve. I yeah, was talking about whip. the fact that there's a lot more stimuli. So don't you guys think there is a lot more that we have to deal with? I know you didn't necessarily agree, but I, we have TVs. We have, Hold like, on. if you live I, in the city, you get all this shit I, going on. You get sirens. Was, you got, what I was saying with that, though, is that, like, 
I, I agree from an autistic standpoint, absolutely. I, I agree from a modern technology standpoint, yes. But I also believe that like a lot of people have tendency to look at all the stimuli we have in our modern world and completely discount the amount there is actually in the yeah, wilderness. Yeah, but Nick, Nick, hold on. You're, you're also forgetting that people also did live in towns and cities. It wasn't like you go back 300 years and people were just living in the fucking woods beating each other with sticks and rubbing shit out of their ass with leaves, okay? I, I people actually lived in towns and cities. Like, like it's like you're, you're, I think you're you're thinking of like modern world versus primitive caveman. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. People lived you're in towns and cities. You're dialing too far down into it. Yeah. Yeah, people sure. lived. People lived in like, if people That's lived in- People who who lived in Europe, uh-huh. uh, you know, in the 1700s, yeah. they still had like, you know, they lived in towns. Yeah, they they still had. It wasn't like they're out in the woods being eaten by bears. No, no, but there was still there was there was the sound of hoof prints, uh, uh, fucking uh, from cattle and from horses, and there were loud ass motherfuckers, and there were carts being dragged around, and there were people fucking backhoeing and fucking gardening and fucking think, doing all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, bright. We have electronics, we have televisions, we have all these uh-huh. bright visual stimulations, we have loud sounds, we yeah. have uh, music and radios and TVs and tablets and phones I, and all this shit. I was just going to say, though, like... 24-7, too. Not right. There's no break in stimuli. Yeah, well, I, at least I back then, I mean, everything shut off pretty much once it got dark out. Hold on. Comparatively to now, but if we lived at that time and we were autistic, that... The, I would have been the shit I just named off would also be overly stimulating. I would have been I would have been with the founding fathers getting drunk. Did you hear about after they like signed the constitution and all the founding fathers got shit faced and racked up like uh a bill worth like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of booze? They drank Dude, like, there was a fuck ton of them. Of course they did a thousand. They were alcoholics. <laughs> yes, no shit. If I if I was one of our founding fathers, I would have been an alcoholic too. That's how I would have become one. That's right. (laughs) Shit, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be a founding fucking father and fucking drunk now. Oh, not you. I created you. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I love it. I love it. And they were getting drunk off of Madeira wine and cider. I didn't know that too. They were not getting drunk off Madeira wine. They were. There was not enough Portuguese people at that time. Yes, so the, uh, George Washington's favorite drink was Madeira wine. No. So was uh, Thomas Jefferson's. A lot of the founding fathers, uh, if you look it up, a lot of our first presidents and a lot of the founding fathers, um, I don't know why we have records of this, but apparently we have records of president president's favorite drinks, like Donald Trump's was Coke, uh, Diet Coke or whatever. Huh? Uh, Wait, why do we keep track of that? I don't know. But uh, most presidents throughout history, the most reoccurring fa- favorite drink was Madeira wine. Well, I mean, the Portuguese are the ones who started the Atlantic slave trade. So, like, what the fuck? But they no used shit. to bring over bottles of wine. They used yeah. to import Madeira wine to yeah. the colonies. Oh, just so you know, lady from the Midwest. So uh, uh, the Portuguese people are uh, from this little tiny country that really doesn't matter all that much. God, we're going to get a hate mail for that one. Um and we happen to live in an area of Massachusetts where there are more Portuguese people than all of the in than in all of the country of Portugal. Portugal oh. is just like Spain's weird cousin. I mean, literally, it broke off from Spain like in the 1300s. Maybe it's the 1200s. I don't remember. I wasn't there. But anyway, anyway. So great. If President. you want to want to know something weird about Portugal, look up the I think it's called the Tuna Wars or Salmon Wars. Salmon Wars. Maybe. Is that the one in the 1970s? Essentially, oh, their civil war. They fought with Brazil over farming fish, over fishing. They actually, and you're not a history teacher. Why? He wanted to be one. <clears throat> I know. I remember you saying that. Like, 
You asked for this, by the way, Nick. You challenged his special interest, and then you I got handed what you got handed. Oh, no, I'm um, okay with it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> we, we gave Steve a place in which to talk during this conversation. But I thought it was interesting yeah, it that a lot powerful. of the founding fathers love Madeira wine. That's weird, isn't it? It is. It is very weird is. that they enjoyed, I'll you know. That. It's very high strong wine, wine too. It's yeah, like it's 20, high alcohol wine. Like 25% alcohol. Yeah, an alcoholic liking high alcohol wine. But it's no. also very sweet. So it's very sweet and very full of alcohol. Oh my God. So even though it has a lot of alcohol, like you don't necessarily taste it because it's sweet. It's like cough syrup. Yeah, it's... Wow. Mm. Yeah. Not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Yeah, no thanks. Founding Fathers loved it. Yeah, well, they also enjoyed a whole lot of other things that are super bad for you and everyone else. Like slavery? Yeah. Okay. Um, like owning people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they also believe they also believed women shouldn't own land because they I mean, were irresponsible. I think the jury's still out on that one. Another box of being canceled. By the way, we've 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 wandered into it. So you're you're improving. Yeah, but we've Nick actually Gale. said nothing that's not true, though, because the founding fathers did actually. Some of them did <laughs> believe in owning people. I know, I know, I know, um, I know. Nikki, uh, what do you think? Do you think women should own land? <laughs> please don't answer. Well, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Should I really not answer it? I you mean, we you do whatever the hell you want. I am not a man trying to tell you what you can and cannot do. Mm-mm, oh, but yes, I'm doing. you are. You just did. Nope. You just did. I ain't saying <laughs> shit in that way. Listen, um, you can have you can have land or you can vote. One or the other. You can't have both. Wow. Oh, shit, That's sorry. the options. I'm going no on both. I'm moving to fucking Switzerland. Had an, uh, Holy I, shit, I I'm out. I was listening to an argument the other day by two historians. Uh-huh. One of them thinks that we should lower the voting age to 16. Of course they do. And the reason why he said that is because a lot of 16-year-olds pay federal taxes because they work. Um, and? And he listed on a bunch of reasons why he thinks that they should be able to because they're, um, they're able to contribute to society. The other historian. Uh-huh thinks that we should raise the voting age to like uh-huh. 25. Yeah. And the reason is because your brain doesn't start stop developing until around your mid-20s. Uh-huh. Although some people are saying now later 20s, but... It depends on if you're male or female. Um, so his he was saying that, yes, like um, 16-year-olds pay taxes and stuff like that, but uh-huh. most of them are not mature enough developmentally to... Okay. Here's my question. How mature do you have to be to vote for a fucking liar? And it doesn't matter what side they're on. Here's my They area. both tell us fucking lies. Here's, here's why, like, why do you need to be mature to vote for the asshole who just told you I think that the, they're going to... politics box. Yeah, like... I think the problem is that... Honest to this God. Is very, this is very unpopular uh-huh. opinion, but I will share my unpopular opinion. Great. I Go think that it. there maybe should be some more restrictions to voting. I because... Mean, I can't wait to hear this. I think that you should have to possibly pass some sort of civics test or something to be able to vote because a lot of people vote, but they have no idea what they're voting for. They don't know anything about politics, anything about government. They don't know anything about the policies or they they just vote for what somebody says that they think sounds good. Right. But they don't know anything about what they're actually voting for. So I think that's actually harmful to society as a whole where people are voting and they have no idea what they're voting for or against. I actually don't agree. Um, I think it would be awesome if people had a greater understanding of how the government works, but I think that's also one of the reasons why we just need more people voting is because they need to see how it works because no matter how much you tell them how it works, they don't fucking understand it. The amount of, the amount of people who, who honest to God believe that uh, uh, Congress is broken 
the uh, nowadays it really don't understand how Congress was supposed to work to begin with. Like there's a ton of people who don't even know that the House of Representatives was the only group that was supposed to be voted into office, that senators were actually supposed to be appointed by governors of each state. Yeah, that changed in one of the amendments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like the late 1800s, early 1900s that it changed. But that's how it was supposed to fucking function. And the second we gave <clears throat> everybody the ability to vote for both sides of it, the entire reason for that structure to be like that got thrown out of the got thrown out altogether. And then we ended up with a fucked up system. Well, the House of Representatives was supposed to be the voice about. of the people. Right. And <clears throat> senators are supposed to be appointed. Kind of right. like... like People in different bureaucratic appointed positions. by governors, yeah. and the whole and one of the reasons behind that was if the governor is the one appointing people, a the governor is going to be appointing people from their state that is going to support the interests of that state, as well as if those senators fuck up, the governor is the one catching the shit for it, which means the governor has to worry about being elected again, not the senators. The senators were supposed to be well-educated people from the state itself. They were supposed to be well-educated, and the House of Representatives is whatever schmuck got voted for. That's what it was supposed to be. <clears throat> I just think that it's sad that... But, but most people, people don't even know that. They don't... Well, I think it's sad that a lot of people don't know anything but going to vote. And I just wish that people would educate themselves a little bit more before they decided to vote one way or another yeah, or something. But they ultimately don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like... Ultimately, another perspective. What? I've never Can heard. I provide another perspective. Yeah, sure. It's somewhere in the middle of both of you. So here we go. Great. Probably. Let me piss everybody off all at once. No, you can't. Possibly. I agree. I agree. Almost somewhere in the middle between the both of you. Uh -huh. I do think it is tragic that we have the ability to just go vote for fucking whatever, right? Harambe, right? Because we can. But Fuck right. Or Thanos for you. I remember that. <laughs> Thanos. Still voting because for him again in 2024. Swear to God. Right. Because we are only shown what is on our TV screens getting the most media attention. Mm -hmm. Correct? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I, I do not claim to be politically um, educated, historically educated well, or geographically educated mm -hmm. well. I did not take to those subjects in school. Therefore, I don't feel that I have much of an opinion on those matters. However, because I'm someone who is less educated in those matters, I've only ever voted in one election. Because and you were not educated in politics? Because I did not feel that I was educated enough to be able to place a vote for something. Oh. So like <clears throat> I kind of am on his side to where I metered my own right to vote because sure. I felt like I didn't have enough information to vote for either one. Okay. Therefore I did not. Um, and the one time I did vote, I voted from the information that was passed to me by the media outlets that I happened to be shown. And okay. I still don't think that was a very educated vote. So I just feel like, we are shown what's given the most attention or what has mm -hmm. the most like hot takes or whatever. And then there's not a lot of light shown on other perspectives other than red or blue. Right. Right. Like for example, I didn't even know that there were other parties you could vote for other yeah. than Republican and Democrat oh, because yeah. you don't see them on the TV. So that, right? no, like, you don't see them, them in the debate. It's one yeah, of my big uh, pet peeves. Uh, I think that 
it highlights the problem with people being educated about mm -hmm. what they're voting for. So in Massachusetts and a lot of states have put on their um, have put forward measures to introduce ranked choice voting. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know what it is. And actually, it's funny that both the Republican and the Democrat parties have considered efforts to try to shut it down. Yeah. Because it means more competition for them. And oh, so yeah. actually, uh, the, the Libertarian and the Green Party have mm -hmm. been the ones kind of more so Libertarian Party have been pushing forward measures to get ranked choice voting on ballots because it provides people with an actual possibility for third party candidates to be viable. Right. But until you have ranked yeah. choice voting, I don't think like voting for independence, well, independence, maybe a little bit more, but like voting for independence and third parties is much less of an option for people because like, well, I'm throwing my vote away. Not if you have ranked choice That's voting. That's what I hear a lot. And I've never yeah. heard any good argument against ranked choice voting. The only, re the only, no arguments, argument. the only arguments against it are, well, Democrats will lose more in Massachusetts anyway. It, so in so Massachusetts, the Democrats are the ones against it because we're a very yeah. blue state. So if they introduce ranked choice voting, people might give votes to the Green Party or libertarians uh -huh. and then they won't get i don't see people electing a lot of republicans in massachusetts but they'll give votes to other third party candidates right. that the democrats will lose votes so that's why they're against it because it's against their own interest so yeah. i i want to point this out when it comes but it hurts to the people what, what you just said yeah. the arguments against ranked choice voting are all about fear yeah it's all about fear in fact both parties thrive off of somebody being scared of fucking something and oh, if any sure. and if for anybody sure. asked well, how come, how, why should I be scared of that? Nobody asked that question. They're like, oh my God, Blue won't have as many votes. Oh my God. So what's the problem There's with benefit that? In, in not changing the way it is. There's benefit. Really, if you think about it, both parties are equally benefiting from the fact that that won't change. Oh, of course. Right? Of they, course. They can just continue to in our particular state. Yeah, as long as they continue to make the people of this country believe that there's only that one there right only way. Choice. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's only, only one, one right, right way, way and only two choices they have, right? Yeah. Either, which I used to say, it's either like you have Coke or Pepsi? Hitler yes. or a shit sandwich, right? It, right? That's what I say a lot. It's like, what are your fucking choices? They're both terrible, right? right? They're both terrible right. things. Right. Do, so did you and Steve go to opinion. the same high high school history class together? Because you both talk about, you know, Nazis. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's well, that's the most glaring history reference. People say, that's true. That's people true. say that you can't vote for third parties, the third vote away. They're kind of right, but that's why no, we need ranked choice no, voting. No, no, no. And, and I'm sorry, I'm going to put my footy that. down. I'm going to put my little footy down right now. It doesn't now. matter. You voting for Thanos uh, is not going to change anything in Massachusetts. But that's just it, though. I have every right to do so, and it's only a throwaway if your ass thinks my vote is going to help your candidate. No, when I say my vote won't, because I'm a libertarian anyway. Even if I voted for fucking real, I'm voting for the libertarian. I'm not voting blue, and I'm not voting red. Because so I guess that's what I don't understand. I don't understand any of that. It doesn't make sense what? in my brain. So, like, why what? even put them on the fucking ballot then if you're going to vote for them and it doesn't fucking matter? It doesn't make sense to but me. The, don't so, put other parties. Don't even let them fucking go at it because well, it's not going to matter. Well, you know what I mean? It's it just the doesn't illusion. make sense. It's the illusion well, of choice. Here's the thing. Also, if they, the get, of choice. Hold on, if they get enough percentage of the vote, they yeah, get more funding. Yeah. Uh, they so, get guaranteed funding for the next election, so especially that's part for of presidential. It. But the problem is they, they the likelihood of them actually being able to get elected there have been libertarian uh, libertarians elected and, and Green Party people elected in yeah. other in smaller positions. But as far as you're talking about, like for bigger things like maybe governor or, um, or for president, president for stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Um, you need ranked choice voting for those other candidates to have a chance. So I think Ralph Nader, and I could be horribly, horribly fucking wrong. Some autistic asshole is about to look this shit up. Steve, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> and I think it was Ralph Nader who got the closest 
to uh, third party win, uh, and he and he got like four percent. He needs like five or some shit like that. It was like four and a half or something like that. He got super super close, and this was two thousand election or ninety six, maybe two thousand four. Anyway, it was somewhere around there. But he got super super close, and everybody was hoping for the next election he would run again because he probably yeah. would have gotten it. But he was like, "Nah, I'm done losing." I like lost four yeah, elections in a row. I feel like it's almost like a waste of their time. Like I understand why people do it because they want right. the, they want to keep showing that. Listen, I want this represent. Right. This is important for people to see that there is an there's another option besides right. red or blue. And I do think that that is incredibly important that there are other options. But, let's be but honest, I feel like what's the no point when there. there's That's no media attention? The only way to any other option. There's no difference between red and blue. It's a fucking purple party. Okay. Listen, the only yeah. way yeah. to make it viable is with ranked choice voting because then people so can actually... explain what that is because I don't even know what that is. What does that mean? Ranked choice voting basically lets you pick... It lets you uh, have a checklist. So you would vote for your first candidate, yeah. your second, and third, or however many options. So let's say you yeah. pick... My, okay. first por- my first choice is the Green Party. So I want to vote for Jill Stein. But my second okay. choice is Joe Biden. So what that means is that if Jill Stein doesn't get enough votes to win in your state, then okay. your vote your vote would go to Joe Biden instead. Right. Oh, so, okay. th- so the whole argument that you're throwing your vote away, that argument goes it's away. It's invalid. Right. Yeah. 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 Because there, so what you're saying is there could, there could be a possibility that more people are actually voting for those. Because they don't have to worry parties. about throwing my yes. vote away. Right. Yes. So they're, they feel more, uh, more confident that their vote is going to mean something by voting for something. So like the people who might actually be libertarian who are voting one way or the other, outside of that right they don't actually they don't feel like a libertarian vote's gonna matter right, exactly then that gives them an, a viable option to be represented yes. as a actual option for and then if you say candidate. well so if you're somebody who's like worried let's say there's a lot of people who are worried about voting for the green party yeah because they don't they don't want to take votes away from biden and then trump gets reelected right so right let's, yeah, let's yeah, use that as a scenario so, so they're that doing scenario, the, they're voting against as more so right so it's not that they like so joe biden it's that they so. don't they don't want joe biden but they don't they they they, they would really, rather not have Trump more right. so than Biden. Yeah. So, yeah but that's correct. why they won't vote for the Green Party because they're worried about taking too many votes away from Biden. If you have right. ranked choice voting, that eliminates that whole fucking problem. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. You're still voting I, for number I, I one, the see. person you want, but then you're voting number two for the next person you'd rather have. Right. And then gotcha. so if, okay. if she doesn't get enough votes, then your yeah. vote will go to Biden. Yeah. Or vice versa, whoever libertarians uh who the fuck so is. So there is no wasted votes. Yeah, I don't even there know. There is no wasted who's voting for libertarian right now. Um, uh, like, like for myself, right? Number one, Thanos, right? Absolutely. (laughs) We need half the population gone. Number two, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Okay. (laughs) OG Green Lantern. I want him for number two. Okay. And the third option I'm going for, and this is a little bit of a curveball for both of you. Okay. Number three, I think we need to put a woman in office. Lady Death. I'm just saying Thanos okay. loved her. And if I can't have Thanos, I might as well go for the person Thanos loved. Okay, Lady Death. Okay. Okay. So now so you'd rather have Thanos than a woman, period. That's what you just Well, said. what I'm saying is I would rather have a Titan, okay, than a woman. I'm I mean, we can't you. exactly say he's a man. He is a god, a Titan. That's what I'd rather have. Yeah, that's true. That's you know what I mean? I'd rather have a Titan, someone that powerful. Anyone first other than a woman. Literally anything first. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm glad you're kind of putting that nice little picture (laughs) over me as being a sexist. Uh, I'm sorry. I I voted. I voted for a woman candidate twice. 
Okay, and I'm actually plan on in a real way. I'm planning to vote for a third time for a woman. I I think Marianne Williamson actually has a lot of really good ideas, and I'd really like to see her win. Yeah, only because I, I have just, no idea who the Libertarian candidate is right I now. I just think that like, I, now I'm not one to like put out a vote for someone just because they have a fucking vagina, but like, wow, I'm really glad you I tried to color me as a like, sexist and shit over here. I'm making know, jokes about fictional fucking characters. And she's like, <laughs> even in fictional land, you're still Listen, saying women. I, no. I saw the opportunity. I had to take it. You right? really That's were. All that and was. No, agreed. It's just agreed. opportunistic. Well, agreed. it's I'll the reason it. why he I'll feels that way. It's actually not, he's not being bigoted. It's just based in science because women have smaller brains. <laughs> right. So, oh God. I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hoping to God nobody edits that fucking shit right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my Joke's God. Joke's on you. I will make that a real. Just Hold on. Excellent. Okay, so women do, on average, have smaller brains than men, but it doesn't. Oh, my hold fucking on, hold on. God. But just so people listening down. know. He's doubling uh, Hold on, hold on. Just so people at home know. No, there actually, might actually be. Hold on. Okay, good. There is. Yes, it is. Okay, good. So women's <laughs> brains are actually slightly smaller than men's on average. However, there's no difference. It doesn't make any difference as far as like intelligence and stuff. It's just the physical size of the brain. That's all. right. So it was, a, but it was a joke. We just need less matter to. Right. Have, they're they're to more efficient. Function the more exact the same level way. Of intelli intelligence we yeah, have. Men just We're need some extra fucking yeah. space. Mm. There's also a difference right. in the amount of, uh, there's a slight difference in the amount of like gray matter versus white matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, gray and white. But uh, which one's greater in women? So men have slightly more gray matter. Yes. Um, and women have more white mm. matter. I guess, yeah. Okay. But, so women are less impulsive than men, ultimately. Yeah, I don't know. But okay. like I say, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a fucking brain expert. Okay. I was just trying to make a sexist joke. All right. You were trying, yeah. but then you had to fucking explain, to explain it to it us, and now I, we're like, oh, okay, I had to explain it because I felt bad now. It's fucking actual. That's all right. No, okay. <laughs> that's why I was making a joke because it's actually a true thing. Yeah. Be, the, the reason I made a joke of that is because. People who are sexist will actually make that claim that women are. They oh, will. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Because they will. They'll say, sure. well, women have smaller brains. So they're dumber. Yeah. Like, that's not what that means. Though, that does mean that. Yeah. Or they use our emotional factor as like why we can't make decisions. Why okay. we couldn't hold an office because we, have mm. to, we would make decisions based on emotion and not based on logic. Therefore, we yeah, can't cause... possibly hold a position of power because we would act on more. We would act on decisions based on emotion. And yep. not on logic. Men waged an 18 year war because we were Correct. prideful that two of our fucking buildings fell. Yes. Okay. Like I'm not trying to simplify that because fucking 5,000 people died because somebody was pissy at this country. Right. Like I'm right. not trying to diminish that by any means necessary. It's just, we went to fucking war on a okay. drop of a hat because we were pissed off that somebody came to our backyard. Like, that's an ego yeah. move. That's an emotional move right there. All right. So, on average, so oh, I looked it up. Jesus Hold on. Christ. Just to give you the scientific fact, women's brains are 11% smaller than men's. Great. And, and adulthood male brains are roughly 10 to 15% larger. Great. When adjusting for body height. So, that's with adjusting for body height. The size difference is a common trait among primates. So, it's, it's the same among humans, apes, and monkeys. Okay. And it says, although there is a difference in size, it does not impact intelligence, which is what I said. But yes. there's right. just a joke, okay? No, Why did you it look used. it up then? It's, if you said it correctly. It's, it's a thing. It's something that, that that men who do, honest to God, believe that women are incapable of right. leading. That is, is an excuse there, that they there use. There are, it's but those are also on. the same men who believe that white makes right. Those assholes right. don't need to exist. Truth, it's just enough truth to spin 
to their what they want it to mean. Right? That's like, why. So that's why it was an effective back. joke. So, so you know, it <laughs> yeah. is, and right. and I did the joke. It's just that to me it is a representation of exactly what's wrong with our fucking political system now. For too sure. is because people sure. on the blue they're going to spin some shit. People on the red they're going to spin some shit. And at the end of the fucking day, nobody has any idea what the reality is. The reality right. is that that size difference doesn't actually mean shit. There is no right. real significance that that has on anything. So the fact that anybody knows it doesn't matter. Someone's going to get offended that I anything. even brought it up. Like, oh, of like, course, there's going to be some asshole. Anything like Amanda and I want to do a whole episode uh -huh. about like offense, like how how anything nowadays can be construed as offensive or some sort of mm -hmm. ism or something. You know what I mean? Like you're ableist <gasps> oh, <wait>. or whatever. <gasps> like we want to do a whole episode on it oh, because God. it's it's Sorry, so man. we are Sorry. so easily offended. Wait, wait, so easily offended wait, in this day. Here's a okay. I think that's going to be. I think fact. that's going to be the episode that we both that get to post on each other's podcast. Sure. A four-way yeah. of that well, fucking shit. Here's a scientific fact sure. about women. Oh God, where the women actually have something that's, um, I don't know. I guess you could. Women have an advantage over men. Yeah, the okay. prefrontal cortex so women, is actually denser uh, of women than men because women have a greater level of I wasn't, emotional well, I regulation. Talk, I wasn't going to talk about the brain and executive function. Women's organs are much stronger than men's. Oh organs. yeah. So oh, the yeah. cell wall, like the thickness of the organ, like the the what do you call it, like the tissue, the yeah. tissue yeah. of female females organs is much denser than men's. So women have thicker hearts and thicker. Um, well, uh, it's because us men keep breaking them so much. They had to get stronger. Well, though the, the hearts, the hearts. The theory is that women have stronger organs because of the the all of the stress during childbirth right. that they have to be yeah. able right. to. Uh, their organs that have to be able to endure all that stress and the right. trauma from yeah. the childbirth process, and men don't have to deal with that, so they don't. They're right. they're evolutionary. evolutionary not yeah, they don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes complete sense. There's actually a biological reason for that. So that's why I'm saying. Yeah. So you guys have better organs than us. All right. right. We're biologically wired to have a higher pain tolerance from what I yes. understand as well. Yes, you do. So. Men are actually supposed to be physically more sensitive to pain because mm -hmm. it it provides us with a greater advantage in battle. Sure. Yeah. To be able to feel pain for uh, in a greater right. way because like, that means oh, I got nicked with a sword. I right. need to know quicker that I was cut so I don't bleed out and die before I can kill the other person. Exactly. Yeah, I get and it. Yeah. Women need to be able to bear children, so their ability so for to the, feel pain just is for the lower. same reason. Women's tolerance for pain is less because uh, if they burn their hand while they're making a pancake, we want them to still finish <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Oh, we were waiting <laughs> for some one. shit. All right. Oh, that's... Forbid, we can't work through the pain. Listen, right? I'm like just God sitting over here with my 10% my larger brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you clearly use on He's dad got jokes. more space in there to think about shit <laughs> yeah. like this. Therefore, um, we go. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I do want to kind of point out that, that um, women, women do have, on average, uh, and I said it a minute ago, but I want to explain it a little bit further, uh, a denser prefrontal cortex, which is executive function, emotional regulation, temperature control. There's a bunch of things it does. But the important mm -hmm. one is the emotional regulation part, right? Women are also socialized to have a greater level of control over their Correct. emotions, even though the stereotype is women get fucking hysterical only when we're comparing it to men's, men's inability to express emotion, right? Um, and so men are taught to not express emotion, which means our ability to regulate our emotions is actually hindered by the fact that we're never allowed to use them or yeah. express them. We feel it, yeah. but then we just go, oh, it's bad, it's wrong. 
So women actually have that advantage as well. On the flip side of that, I think that there's no differences between men and women at all. We're exactly the same. After he's the one who fucking looked this shit up. Yeah, there's no that that the science is is clearly bigoted in this case. So uh, I, women's I, organs are the same and the brains and well, of men and women are the same. I, and I think in a generalized way, we can actually say men and women are equal and similar. If we look at some places, women have advantage. Some places, men have advantage. Like we have a, uh, we're able to, to grow denser and, um, and grow muscle faster. Right. Well, I think that's I think an the, advantage the, of the differences. Are in right, body. The problem is that people exaggerate the differences. Well, of course, if you make a Venn diagram of men and women, right. It's like a 80 or 90% overlap. Yeah. We're like almost exactly yeah. the same. There's For a hell of a lot of small stuff. differences here and there, sure. but the small differences are only magnified really on the extremes. Mm-hmm. Like right. the, so for instance, like we talked before about the, the tendency of men to be more violent, physically yeah. violent. That doesn't mean that there's no violent women. There are right. a lot of Correct. men who are violent, but the most extremely violent people typically are men. Right. Right. And they would blame that on like the level of testosterone in. But most men or are not. Bodies. Most men or are not. socialization or video games. Or social, yeah, fuck. whatever. But yeah. Most most men and women are not super physically violent. But the right. most extreme violent people are typically men. Right. Because those differences are like magnified on the correlation with literally anything. Right. Okay. But like to yep. bring it back to, like what you were saying with the prefrontal cortex yeah. or whatever, how that in women is you said denser. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, denser. Yeah. Okay. So. That to bring it back to the autism realm, that sponge right? cake. Uh-huh. I feel like sponge cake brain, right? That's how we're missed so so much in being so so many women are late diagnosed because yes. not only are we socially constructed to behave a certain way, right? There's a social expectation, but also because we might have greater control over like our emotions or we're able to pick up on a room yes. easier and we know what's socially expected and right. can sort of morph and mask into that. We are, we escape what would normally be looked at in children for well, I, those signs of autism. Yeah. I also want to point that out. Like I agree completely because even though being female would cause it to be denser, being autistic would cause it to be thinner actually for other people, mm-hmm. but you still have it thicker than me. Right. Let not hundred percent, but let's say because male and female, right. But also what you just said about the diagnosis to it. In fact, people being late diagnosed. Okay. If this was the 1980s, the way they viewed autism in the 1980s, neither one of the, none of the three of us would be diagnosed at all. So I actually really, I find it very annoying when people say uh, categorized as a type one weirdo. Yeah, you would have. Uh, yeah. or pedophile, one of the two. So, uh, what I would say is, um, yeah, none of us, none of us would have been diagnosed as autistic in the eighties. Right. And one of the things about that is even though we're both men, we still wouldn't have been diagnosed with it because of the way the criteria looked. And then when you right. hit the nineties, a lot of people got diagnosed with Asperger syndrome, more men than mm-hmm. women, but only because one of the basic criteria of it, okay, was that flatter monotone talk, right? Which is right. a more male thing than female thing anyway, even though right. I've heard some women on TikTok who have that monotone thing and immediately mm-hmm. I'm like, how were you not diagnosed when you were younger? Right. But that's just me being an ass. But anyway, and then- like It wasn't looked at at all for women whatsoever. Like oh, it just wasn't. No, a lot of women were diagnosed. Unless they were like completely like- They would have to be a level two or level three. What we would right. call that's nowadays I mean. is two or three. But- uh, Temple Grandin was diagnosed in what the 1960s, right? And she's right. not a level two so, or a level three. She'd be a level one nowadays, right? I just mean maybe like, high in level two, but 
I just mean in general, like if you're like, especially with ADHD, yeah. right? What are you looking for in traits for ADHD? Squirt. What are you usually going to see, especially back then? Like what, what is, oh. what is the stereotype for ADHD? The little boy who can't sit still. Right. Well, yeah. So in the nineties, especially right. Like when I grew up, no one was looking for the little girl who never stopped talking. Well Hold on, because I that's what little girls did. Well, I, I also want to point this out too, and and this is something that uh, you're absolutely right. More people would diagnose men than women with ADHD and autism regularly because of the way the symptoms present. Not just the right. way the symptoms were presented, but also because of the way the human being was shown, or who the human being was that was shown as an example. And right. and this is Agreed. something really well, important. It's much more obvious with the kid who's like running around the classroom and can't fucking yeah. sit still. Versus well, correct. If, if you wrote down the symptomology for any of what we're talking about at any era, okay, if you wrote down the symptomology, there's nothing in there that says anything about male or female presentation. No, of course not. No, and course you not. can see all that criteria in both men and women if you're looking for it that way. But unfortunately, right. but when you have a really picture of a white dude looking like this face and it says antisocial fucking behavior – what the fuck do you think every one of those moronic fucking uh, uh, diagnosticians are looking for? They're looking for the white fucking dude who's Correct. fucking exhibiting antisocial behavior. Right. Because it wasn't taught at any point as X. What they, what they were told, and I remember going to school for this, they were like, well, one in 68 children will have it or whatever the fucking number was at the time. Right, right. But it's more prevalent in men than women, which is mm -hmm. true. Because the diagnostic, uh, because people who were diagnosed with it were more men than women, which makes it more prevalent to men than women. Because Correct. people like to do their generalization bullshit, they heard that men are more prevalent in something. And so what people translated that to was it happens most often in men. But that's Correct. not that's not what that means. It just means it's been diagnosed more in men than women. Right? Correct. That, that was mostly my assumption. point. And I think I didn't quite but get there. The it assumption. wasn't as yeah, it wasn't as articulate as what you just said, obviously. So but like, I, I that's thought that's about my that for point. A really long time. We weren't like it wasn't being necessarily looked for as much because right. there was the assumption that it just wasn't as likely to happen. Right. And in people, a woman as opposed to a right. man, or and even as a little girl as opposed to a little yeah. boy. So and unfortunately, when people hear things like it not as often, they rule out that that minority Correct. group. They they just right. rule so it like, out altogether. This is not the first thing they're looking for, even right. if all of the symptoms are the same, yeah. right? They're going to say, oh, well, maybe she's just shy or maybe she's just quirky, sensitive right. or quirky or well, they'll pick or maybe she just has anxiety. Right. Like for me, I was diagnosed late because the first the first thing I got was anxiety, was uh, generalized anxiety yep. disorder. I, I got anxiety right? and ADHD. Yeah, and then depression. And then, oh, it's not all the time depression because you're a little happier in the summer. So actually it's just got, seasonal depression. They actually diagnosed right? me with bipolar first. Yeah, right right there. So yeah. did you hear the way Nikki just described that? They ruled they didn't even think bipolar for you. They thought seasonal depression for you. Right, even though seasonal depression. even though you said you get happier at some times than others, they didn't even think about yeah. bipolar. They immediately well, thought most seasonal of the time depression. It was the summer because the sun was out. And I like to I, I don't know, I just feel better when the sun's out. So they're like, okay. oh, well, you must have seasonal depression. Right. Well, they didn't ask more than that. It's probably not depression really at all. It right. was fucking burnout from not understanding yes. that I was autistic, right? right. So like more than we likely. just recently Literally just recently, like last week, uh -huh. took me off my antidepressants because 
they were causing me more issues than I should have been having. So she's like, I think if you just try, she's like, just try. We'll just try it. Mm -hmm. If you end up needing another one, we'll pick a different one. But like, just see if the Vyvanse can, like what that does for you. Cause I, I choose to medicate my ADHD because it helps me fucking immensely to do so. I medicate my bipolar. So I'm with you. Fucking it's a night and day difference in me when I medicated for my ADHD versus not. So like, I I choose to do that, and I, I think it's wonderful that that's a fucking option because I really would not function well without it and right. hadn't for fucking 33 years so or 30 years when I first found out I was 30. So, like, I was – I'm able to try this now, and if I do need another medication, great. I'm not opposed, but, right. like, if I can function without this extra pill and it's really just my ADHD symptoms and my autism symptoms that were making my life harder, then – Maybe I was just misdiagnosed altogether to fucking start with, right? So maybe I don't have right. it. So that's my point. It's like we're looking at all of these other things prior to possibly some sort of neurodivergent diagnosis mm-hmm. when it comes to not just women, but a lot of time in general women people in general yeah. and, and your general practitioners do not have much like training in this area no. so they don't know what to look for but when you have go see a counselor like mm-hmm. i did who was the one who pointed out to me like i think this is what's going on here right and she's able to diagnose me mm-hmm. and then i take that back to my general practitioner and they're like oh your counselor diagnosed you yeah and i'm like yeah, yeah. yes they fucking did because yeah. they're the one who knows me the most and has seen the most of right. this shit and can look at it and go, that's exactly what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, right? I spend an so, hour a week with that person. I see you for 10 minutes every six months. Who do you think correct. knows me better? Correct. And she's yeah. licensed to diagnose me. So fuck off. Right. 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 <laughs> like, why don't you trust the fact that this person got, yeah, when the right. last time you so, had a psych <clears throat> class was like 40 years ago. Correct. So, I mean, that's just my point. That's the barrier yeah. to entry for a lot of this shit. For- it is. For most women, it, it, my perspective, that was the barrier to entry it's because everyone is looking everybody. at everything other right. than I that. think we need to take well, a men, step back. Men have and... that too. Can, can I just real? I'll be quick. I promise. I'll be. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Um, that's actually <laughs> the struggle He's for trying both. So hard. That that's the struggle for both men and women is because like yes, we hear about women being misdiagnosed a lot, but men get misdiagnosed a great deal too because there's actually a lot more men that have things like borderline personality disorder, and there's a bunch of research that says men actually have it almost as often as women do, but that was once considered a female disorder. And, and same thing with like depression, a lot of men get diagnosed with depression when really they're bipolar or, or they're autistic or they are other things because depression and anxiety are things that we should have naturally. They have a natural, like instinctual fucking purpose for them. So to say somebody just has depression, fuck, there's probably more to that story. But they only ask questions in one way. Yeah. Yeah. Like ask more questions in the direction of trying to rule out all those other things or more importantly, let's rule it out just being depression because anybody on any given day can be diagnosed with fucking depression. Let, let's, right. let's figure out what's actually going on. Sorry. I, I will, I will go on a fucking rant for an hour and a half to bitch and moan yeah, about how and PCP should fucking to, like, talk. Redirect here. So oh. I would, I would like to redirect. No, I want to I'm, I'm not going to be a people pleaser. He needs to learn how to, you know, Oh, I was just going to say that I, I would like to take the conversation back to making sexist jokes. That's all. Oh, excellent. Let's. Okay. We got too go, serious, so go, he's got to be like, nope. Yeah, just yeah he, he's got to interject something funny. We got to make sure fine. people are entertained. 
They I mean, are. my they God, he's got to say something. He's, he's in here true. with you and me. He's yeah, got to say true. something. Um, you know, you know, it'd be fucking crazy if we get your partner on as well. And like fucking the two of them are sitting there making eye contact. Just yes. like, when are they going to let us talk? When are they going to let us talk? Um, no, I, I, I think this is kind of fun. It's awesome to kind of meet you, Nikki. And I'm glad you reached out to us because this is kind of awesome. Like the, I'm glad you're as opinionated as you are. Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> as well as because, look, if if I talk about any of the like di- uh, uh, female issues when it comes to autism or being diagnosed mm-hmm. or the the misrepresentation of like symptomology and shit, people are going to be like, what the fuck do you know, white guy? Like, right. but I do know about a lot of that stuff and I do listen I mean, when do. women talk. This is part of your job. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to pay attention to all of the things people are talking about with it. And I think sometimes people think because they are X something, it has something to do with that. But we've got to understand that a lot of people are misdiagnosed with other <clears throat> things other than autism because there's a lot of misconception even still with PCPs, with uh, uh, MDs, with with KFCs. therapists even, KFCs even. Therapy, KFC yeah, workers KFCs. should not be diagnosing autism. I'm just saying no. they should not. You make great chicken, but please do not point out my autism. <laughs> I'm sorry, your uh, daughter is a biscuit. <laughs> Uh, you got him. You got him. And your son is a number two combo. I'll have one breast and one thigh, please. <laughs> you got him. There it is. That's a good one. You really got him with that. Your son's a biscuit. <laughs> son of a biscuit. Right what would a kite- yeah, that's what I heard. Too. What would a KFC person diagnose somebody with? Like you're diagnosed with being a biscuit. I, I, I just yeah. I just see the cashier stepping up with a tray in hand with just a biscuit on a napkin, just handing it to somebody. Oh my God. I love it. We're sorry to inform you, miss, but your son is a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna put some googly eyes on a biscuit <sighs> in a smiley face. Oh God, oh that's good. That's good. All right. It's so. not even. He laughs at the dumb things. That aren't even funny. I do. I, I laugh I know, at the dumbest jokes that's what, ever. That's what's even funnier because, like, oh, I can just you God, just do so one little dumb. like stupid like interjection. That's your contribution in that moment, and he just dies. Yeah. He's just done. He's, yeah. he's over with it. Um. Yeah. If I was a if I was a radio uh, jockey back in the fucking nineties, he'd be my color commentary oh, like, doing have, weird voices for real, in the background. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Sometimes. We'd have like, a a a, yeah. a sketch like okay a comedy sketch. Yes. All right. We're in a hospital. It's like your stereotypical movie scene where the uh-huh. woman's giving birth and you see like her Johnny or whatever. The doctor pulls the baby out and it's a little biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's honest a- to God, this is the shit I see in my head. Like, a little biscuit with so, like googly eyes so, on it. Honest to God, that's the jokes that hit me the most are the ones that I can visualize the best, right? And so For like sure. he sure. said KFC. Do the voice. What? The voice. The biscuit. Oh. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry, sorry, ma'am. We're sorry. No, no, not your fucking sketch. The KFC version of it. Yeah, the voice. Ma'am, you we're, we're sorry to inform you that your there daughter's a biscuit. There you go. You almost did it right there. <laughs> but it was the voice, and I could see the disheveled-looking employee who doesn't have like all fucked-up clothing, and their hair's all greasy, greasy and shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they just walk up and hand the biscuit, and they're like, "You're thought of the biscuit." And like, I can see it in my head and like the visual of that by itself. And then I hear his voice. If I can (laughs) visualize the fucking joke, if I can visualize the fucking joke, it's great. Um, That's right. Well, your son is a biscuit, but Nick is a potato. Hell yeah. Mm, I love me a potato. So I'm curious your dynamic on stage because you are quieter on the show. So like, 
how oh, do no. you emote oh. like this oh, on the stage? This motherfucker's great doing improv. because uh, it's a different it, character. Like, it's a different character. Yeah, I can see it, but I'm just curious because like in this setting, right, you are <laughs> definitely not the one that does most of the talking, right? But when you do talk, you have a you have good points to make or you're making jokes, right? But like you when you do speak and you're speaking for a point, it, you're making your point. I'm just and you're great with the jokes, so I can totally see you being great at improv. But like, are you more expressive on stage? Yes, but I don't also have to battle here. with Nick, who won't shut the fuck up. So uh, I true. I host all of our shows. He actually doesn't have to okay, battle so with me at all. I host the show on stage. Also, yeah, no, I I host the show and like I introduce games, but he actually plays in the games with other people. Yeah, one of my like, pet we don't peeves, do okay. games together most of the time. One of my pet peeves is. So I'm pretty good at just coming up with jokes and stuff on the spot. But one of my yeah. pet peeves when we do improv is when, like, if we're doing a line game, which is a game where people stand up and it's basically a, a one-liner, you know, one-liner, mm -hmm. one-liner joke. Yeah. I hate when people st step up but have no idea what they're gonna say and just make some stupid shit up that makes no sense. Because sometimes it'll take me a second to go up, but I always come up and I already have the joke planned before right. I go up there. You already have it planned out. But like people will step up in front of me who have no idea what they're going to say. And then right. say something dumb that is it's not even funny. It's like, fucking improv. That's what you do. You just say whatever the fuck comes to mind. It uh, doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. You just fucking talk. No. Well, actually, that's not 100% true. There, there, there is some methodology no. to actually do an improv. I'm, gonna uh, say, I'm sure there has to be because well, there is I can somewhat. tell you right now, I probably would not be great at it. So, um, well, like, actually, sure I, would, to be some shit. I would say nobody's great at it up front. I mean, a lot of people watch like whose line on TV, whose line is it anyway, right? They watch that and they're just like, oh, I could do that. No, you fucking can't. Those no, fucking people so. have been doing this shit for years and years and years. Even if you go back to the original British episode, right, where where Ryan and, and, and Colin and Wayne are still on that show, right? At the very, very beginning, they already had years of doing improv before they ever got to that show. And right. so like when when I have, when I meet people and I tell them I do improv and they're like, oh yeah, I could probably do that. You know, uh, they kind of make it look easy on there. You just say whatever comes to mind. No, you, no, you don't necessarily. You're actually working with somebody else. Even if you're doing yeah, a line game. a lot of it like playing off the people around you too. Yeah. Like if there's more than one person involved. You got to play off of the person with you, right? You, you want to serve the story. So like yeah. a lot of people think support and improv is like when the person comes off stage, oh, you did such a good job. That's not supporting. That's just me making people not know they're fucking bad at what they do. <clears throat> and and people need to be realistic of, of whether they're good or bad. They need to be able to improve, well, yeah. right? But when it comes to improv, you want to serve your story. You want to serve yeah. your story more so than the partner in the story. But if you're both serving the story, then you're serving each other. Then you're supporting each other in the story. Well, the first time that I met Nick, he was serving someone else. It happened to be in the bathroom. Yep. But they were serving each other. And yep. he did it well. Yeah, I we Wasn't were both. Wasn't there a glory hole story you guys there was told? Once. Or like some glory hole joke you made? <laughs> there was, there was once, yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, yes. Um, Nick's on the edge of glory. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm surprised you didn't end that with hole just saying um actually wow. there's a drag queen so wait you can uh, hold see on, him hold doing on. improv but not me no it's not that i can't see you doing improv i it's just, just he clearly is funny the way uh, no not that either <laughs> so what are you saying no. okay what i'm saying is if i was allowed to say it sir no speak okay <laughs> <laughs> is like I can see that he's less, maybe, I don't want to say less comfortable because that's not true either. I just feel like on stage, mm -hmm. is that seems like it would be more of your, like, 
your realm. And I feel like my persona where you're more verbal. Yeah. I feel like you're more verbal here in this space because it's, you know, I, I don't know. I can't really explain what I'm trying to say, but I can totally see Steve much more comfortable on stage doing this kind of like skit sketch mm -hmm. improv comedy yeah. stuff. Than characters speaking yeah, on it's yeah characters, characters than speaking as himself that's he's, exactly what i was gonna say he's characters much better than speaking characters. as himself but that's why yeah. i can host and introduce games a lot more mm -hmm. and that's actually one of the reasons why we kind of opted for me to do that is because i'm much better on the fly of just interacting with people as me and it's actually right. harder for me to be a character for him yeah. being a character like he's full tilt he can do it no problem he becomes a power yeah. extrovert when he's doing any character but you asked Steve, you asked Steve to introduce a game and he's much more muted. He's much more tasked to the point of so, what needs to be said. So there's a, uh, a, you brought up the glory hole joke thing. There's a drag queen. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I want to tell you something. There's a drag queen. I want to hear it. Named I, Sherry Vibe. Okay. I don't know if she still makes music, but she did parody songs. Uh -huh. And there's two that are hilarious to me. One is a cover of Hallelujah, but it's How oh, I no. Blew Ya. The oh Jeff my Beck God. Song? And it's her singing about... <laughs> giving blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no then, wonder they don't want to <clears throat> read the children in Tennessee. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, How dare you yeah. desecrate hallelujah? It's it's funny, That's though. It. That's it. And then don't cancel an, me. I love all of your drag queens. Love you. That, don't cancel me. There's another song she did, which is a cover of Adele. Mm -hmm. I think it's Hello. Yes. But it's talking about in a glory hole, <laughs> like in a bathroom. Oh Hello from the other side of the bathroom stall. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. They're both pretty funny. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh, uh, no. I like drag queens. They're funny. Yeah. I actually love drag queens. RuPaul's Drag Race is one of my favorite shows to watch. Yeah, so is our buddy like Richie. Drag. He loves that shit. Uh, we I used to go drag. to a drag show every Saturday. We used to hang out at a... I don't have a good way of describing the fucking place anymore because like a dude who used to work there is like, it's not a gay bar. And I'm like, it's LGBT right, friendly. But that's what everybody used to call them. It's a gay yeah, bar. Right. Like it's, that's that's, yeah, what the that's where you describe it. We're is. going to the gay bar. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, that's what this fucking call place it the is. Gay bar. Um, yeah, but that. anyway, so, yeah. so we used to go to the drag show, which was every Saturday night. Uh, we would go to the drag show. We used to do our comedy show out of that place too. And actually it was the hardest thing in the world because the, the guy who was a DJ there, and I'm not going to say his name on the podcast, uh, but he was the a DJ there and a bartender there. And he was always like, it's not a gay bar. And I'm like, really? Because 90% of the fucking people who show up here most of the week are fucking LGBTQ. Right. Like, what the right. fuck? Uh, and, and you do drag shows here. And, and, and they do drag shows and they do all of this LGBT community yeah. support stuff. And like, how can you not call yourself that? I guess there could be that? an argument that we wouldn't have to call it a gay bar if more places in general supported things like that. Right. Well, but that's the like main reason why bars it. opened but, that were specific to that. Right. Is to give right, them because a space nobody for it. did. And right, one of the exactly. reasons why I love going to those places is well, a I'm part I don't of the know community. What but like, I used to love going to those places because there's no expectation of the hetero presenting dude at that fucking bar. I, I don't know what an I LGBT is, but it sounds like a delicious sandwich. <laughs> what? Oh God! You walked oh, into God. that. Yeah, one. yeah, I did. Yeah, bacon, yeah, lettuce, and tomato. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ah, all right. Thanks, Steve. Um, really? Is that was that serious? Was there a level of sarcasm in that? No, I think it's fun. This is fun. Oh, I really do think this is fun. Uh me no too. sarcasm. Oh good. Good, good, good. Well, because you know, he has a hard time reading it. That's okay. He doesn't. A lot of people all. do. He doesn't at all. In fact, I was gonna say the, I don't feel like that's true. No, but, no, I mean, that's our predominant language is fucking sarcasm. Yeah, same. Okay, and um, that's why you guys would love Amanda and you would understand her quite well because we would. 
that is her fucking first language is sarcasm. Yeah. English so, is her second. Sarcasm is her first. So right? here's, like, here's my question, even though we've still not answered or talked about Steve's fucking like overstimulation fucking thing at all, even though he wanted to go back to it. But when it comes to sarcasm, when it comes to adopting that onto yourself, where was your first or predominant influence for that for you? Like sarcasm? Yeah. In general? Yeah. And I've got a reason why I'm asking that question. Okay, give me your reason why you're asking. Okay. Maybe that'll help me answer it. So, for you. so I've I've been doing comedy for I've been doing improv for about six years now, but I've always been a huge fan of comedy and like I've always been around a crowd that were stand-ups or whatnot a lot. Mm-hmm. And they always have influences, right? And we can always say who's our favorite comic, but I've always mm-hmm. noticed that when it comes to sarcasm and learning sarcasm, right? A lot of us, humans in general, not necessarily just autistic folk. But we have tendency to gravitate towards one specific type of comedian who is sarcastic in a certain way. They had like their flavor, their style of it. And who would that person right. be for you? Because I know exactly who mine is. And most people are going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But what about for you? Mm, you're going to ask me. And I, because you asked me, I'm not going to have a good answer. But right, I'll cool. think about it Steve, so what's tomorrow. yours? But yeah, yeah no, what's no. your I'll, Steve? I'll let's, Steve let's let you, Steve talk. Yeah, and you yeah, think. Steve you talk. think. Wait, sarcasm specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Who, who's the flavor of uh, of sarcasm that you dig or gravitate towards the most? I don't know about specifically sarcasm, but the first thing that comes to mind is probably George Carlin. Okay. But I don't know if I'd call him sarcastic. Well, I, I would say there's a level of sarcasm in some but of his I, jokes. I loved his books, and I loved to stand up, and... I just kind of like how he tries to put things in perspective. Okay. And makes fun of the way that we do or say things. Okay. Um, he definitely influences my writing, especially when it comes to writing comedy. Like a lot of times, um, like I'm in, I'm ex- inspired by things that he used to do in his type of bits. Okay. So. All right. Okay. And Nikki? Um, that was actually way well, shorter than I thought it was going to be. I don't I don't know about like I don't know about specifically sarcasm, but I will say one of my favorite comedian, well two of my favorite comedians are probably well three. We'll put them all up there. I like Bill Burr. Uh-huh. And I like because it's just he just says what the fuck he's he, thinking. He's like, a very no sarcastic guy though. Yeah, very he's very sarcastic. sarcastic guy. Very sarcastic. Yeah. And I I think okay, so I guess that works for sarcasm. Okay. I think I like the kind of sarcasm uh-huh. that can poke fun at shit that's normally un like not okay to poke fun at because it humanizes the fact that like everybody thinks terrible shit sometimes, but it doesn't make us a terrible person, right? right. Like the terrible right. jo- like the the shitty jokes that can get you canceled, uh-huh. right? I find them funny. Like jokes about women having small brains. Yeah, that. Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I don't get offended by it because it's like, right. if you can't fucking make fun of yourself or things about yourself or mm-hmm. like, th- like laugh around really difficult things, like if you can't find something in that to like make a joke about and just let it be okay that it's a joke, like what the fuck is life? Like, why? Mm. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like life would be so much harder to live if you weren't allowed to like crack jokes about Listen, Nikki, I'm sorry that I made a joke about you making right. sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I, I actually, guess I'll go cry later about it. It's uh, fine. I actually knew a therapist a long time ago who, uh, a friend of mine, who actually used to, and they were, they were specifically a trauma therapist, and they used to say that uh, you'll know when you're past your trauma when you can make a joke about it. 
Yeah, for sure. And I, and I don't I know like how true how, that is. That's but my barometer. Yeah, That's my barometer. Like, me I've too. gone, everyone's had their shit, right? Like, I don't yeah. feel like anyone else, like you guys discussed before, like someone else's struggles. Mm-hmm. Like, you were talking about struggles on your last yeah. one, like how you can't compare my level of autism to somebody else's or my struggle is harder than yours. If someone's always dealing with some shit worse than you're dealing with, right? Like, always. I, all the time. There's, there's, yep. you're never gonna, that's never gonna not be true in right. the world. Someone and that always doesn't has mean it your pain is any less. It just means somebody right. else got some harder but, shit to deal with right then. But like also, I find it necessary to keep your shit in perspective because, yes. like, if we go off that thing that, like, you can't tell me my struggle's worse than your struggle. Well, right. actually, yes, I fucking can on some shit. I agreed with you on that. Like, yeah, yeah, sometimes someone's struggling worse than you're fucking struggling. Right. And you just need to use that as a fucking barometer to maybe check yourself <clears throat> a little bit. And right. Be like, put a little context could, on the motherfucker. Worse, right. Yeah, exactly. It could be fucking worse. Right. Right. Like, like I'm yes, not running away from a warlord in the fucking worse. Congo. Like, correct. Right. Holy shit. So somebody like, fucked up like my drink at Starbucks. I mean, comedy yeah. allows us to yeah. like to step away from that fucking harsh reality for just a minute and allow us to take back some kind of control about how, how we feel about the situation. I feel like it gives back our control. Like for, for situations that you have no, no, I had to, (laughs) you know what? See, I made jokes about women, but then when a woman's talking, he's like, yep. You know what? Okay. (laughs) Have you not noticed how many times her eyes have deviated in a downward? Yeah. That's because she's disrespectful. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm assuming your phone is down to the left of you. About in that moment. So I checked the fuck out. That's well. Yeah. I'm assuming your phone is down to the left of you. It's, it is. It's down here because I actually turned my phone off, but I, I often like have to have something to do with my hands uh-huh. and I don't have a fidget with me. So there's lots of shit on my desk. I can just sort of move around and touch. That's really what I'm See, doing. The nice thing it's about being left. The my, nice thing about being born yeah. as a male. Yeah. Cause is, you keep but looking in that God gave us I'm a, right-handed. So yeah. like all my shit's over here. To That's fuck what with. I thought. Yeah. Yep. The nice thing about but being anyway, a guy like is saying, God gave comedy. us a fidget, fidget toy. So, <laughs> huh? I said the nice thing about being born a male is that God gave us a is fidget you have toy your own fidget in. toy. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I'm not allowed to fidget with that during the day. <laughs> Jesus. He doesn't care. Steve doesn't care. He even told us he doesn't care. He likes to put his hand in his pants. That's I true. remember that. Okay. Straightforward. Like, this dude has no problem with it whenever or wherever okay. he is. That's Listen, I do not fidget with it, okay? It no, wait, wait. To. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me make sure I'm saying it correctly. I don't want anybody to think he's like, fucking perverted in public or nothing he has no problem adjusting himself i'm not saying fidget with himself i'm just saying he has no problem adjusting himself in public if it's uncomfortable if it's squished or you're in public you don't shove your hand on your women fix their boobs in public right if your tits are okay tits and balls are different captain no they're they're not different no they're not listen no they are one is gorgeous and the other one is in a scrotum Okay, right, but if my balls are if my I'll balls are that. uncomfortable, You're why right. can't I adjust it's them ugly, so that they're not like, uncomfortable? They get like you know, you never you know they never but, get like tucked in the wrong position or squished or. I apparently don't have that small of balls. What were you gonna say, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. They're too small. That's why they get smushed in odd places. Mine are large enough; they don't get squished nowhere. Well, that, that, would, make, we that would make sense if they were larger, they would be more likely to get I, squared. I, I know, dude. I was fucking poking at you. How oh. come you get to roast me a whole fucking yeah, episode? I, saying, I make one fucking bad joke, joke about the size of your sense. balls. It does to me. That's all we need. He's busting Mickey. them no matter what size they are. Yeah, right like I'm trying them. to bust on them. Knock it off. Well, this makes sense if you're going to make a joke. No, like if you're allowed to roast me 90 times in an episode, I can do it once. All right, well, just make sense next time. Okay. No. <laughs> She's laughing at the whole thing, so let's go anyway, with it. Anyway, back to comedy. Yeah, what up, Nikki? About- 
tits and balls. Can we get back to comedy, please? Um, okay, no, somebody I, just laughed at the shit we just did. It was you. I know. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm that's just called kidding. comedy. That's called comedy, right? It's called comedy. <laughs> um, no, but like I, I do think in general, very quickly, it should be okay to be able to like adjust no matter what the fuck situation you have, whether yeah. you got boobs or balls. If something hurts, you should be able to fucking touch it. Girls, God forbid we have to scratch our fucking vaginas, which also itch sometimes, oh, right? Yeah. God forbid you fucking do that. You're looked at like a dirty whatever you want to fucking call her. Right. But you're allowed to stick your hand down your pants and move your nuts around. Well, no, he's, want he's to, not allowed right? to. He like, just does it. People okay, well, give him I, weird looks too, but he doesn't care. I don't think it should fucking matter. It's, if you're uncomfortable, fix it. Right. Like I will literally, like I'll make it a point to try not to adjust my tits in public, but if I have to adjust my tits in public, I'll do it. I don't care. Like, well, I, I agree, especially because you have to wear a fucking bra. Those things are fucking right. uncomfortable. They are. And like, I don't even wear the ones that are super uncomfortable and you still have to move them around you, sometimes. You they're all uncomfortable. Yeah, they're matter. all uncomfortable one way or the other. So, it's a fucking elastic yeah. band around your fucking And I'm mid, sure uh, some kind of underwear and wearing certain pants and sitting certain way can't be fucking comfortable for y'all. So yeah, like, I actually hate, shit. hate wearing jeans altogether. Right. It's the same shit. So I just think, you know, digress off that topic. No, I actually but, like, completely agree with you. It should be allowed yeah. either way because it's not in a yeah. sexual way. It's no. literally to be comfortable. It's just your fucking body. And we all have one. Now so. I'm free. Yes. Free, free balling. balling. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yes. She preempted the joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, I stole um, that one from you. So uh, uh, Bill Burr. What were the other two? Because you said uh, three. Kevin Hart and Cat Williams. Okay. Cat Williams. Awesome. Uh, Kevin Hart. I enjoy Kevin Hart's presentation. Some of his same. jokes to me are like, Meh, okay, cool. Same. But the presentation's okay, same. great. I will agree with you. Yeah. I think his presentation and his stage presence yeah. period are what sell his comedy. Ab- absolutely. I think if he was not animated, if you're listening to Kevin Hart, it's not as funny as if you're watching Kevin Hart. Agreed. Right? You have Agreed. to visibly watch Kevin Hart. Yeah. Cat Williams is also similar in that way, but I feel like his jokes translate better audio, like an audio version than they do. But when you watch him, it's twice as fucking funny. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because he's an animated comic, right? I like those animated comics. He also knows his body size. I got got a point set about Cat Williams. He He knows his body size and he knows how to play with it. Um, Because there are like uh, Ralphie May is a guy who knew he was a fat guy. But yes. like he didn't necessarily know how to use his fatness Correct. to tell a joke. Cat Williams, on the other hand, like oh my god, that whole like he'll get all stiff and lean onto yes. the right, uh-huh. and he'll just kind of fall the onto stool. it. Yeah, on the yep. stool, like, and he does it in almost every single show for a joke. But it's always really well planned. Yes, it is. It's awesome. <laughs> he knows do you, what to do. do you, He's do you very know smart. What a Cat Williams is? Yes. Okay, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like Cat Williams. Not I don't think Kevin Hart's very funny, but I mean, like I said, situationally Whoa. he's funny. Like what? you have to watch him. What happened? Did it? Did her camera just change the way it looks? Uh, did it change? I didn't notice. Did something happen? Did it get brighter on that screen? Maybe I wasn't looking at her. Yeah, all right. Um, the sun came out behind the clouds here. Yeah, that right. helps you. My gonna, windows over. Yeah, there. it looks like there's more exposure in the. Uh, most likely okay sorry sorry i got distracted by it it's really really cloudy here because it's been like raining and storming and it just now sort of parted out a little bit nick there you go what it is so when the water condenses in the clouds (laughs) no we've come full circle we've come full circle does that mean it's time to be done because we've come full circle i mean if you're gonna gonna bring up like so we're at we're over two hours now just seeing you 
I mean, is that two hours total from like when we weren't recording to now, or is that just two hours recording? Two hours recording. Shit, let's rock it. Uh, so you know what, Nikki? <laughs> uh, I don't want to take up more of your time. Also, by the way, we actually have a fucking show to do tonight. We have an improv yeah. show to do tonight. We're actually supposed to already be on the road getting oh, there, uh, but we're not. And... Um, but thank you very much. I'm really glad you reached out to us today so we could have this two hour long episode. Yeah. And hopefully you will have us. I'm pretty sure you will have us on oh, your okay. show uh, as well as we need to actually meet Amanda because we don't want to throw her off by having me and Steve pop up randomly and just being like, hey, Amanda, go. Don't worry. I'll warn her. It'll be fine. We're, I'll um, warn her. It'll be fine. So I'll make sure I'm going to list as I normally do. I'll list your uh, your socials and your links and all that. Yep. And yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, and also, because you asked us before we were recording about uh, uh, doing a lot of that social stuff and all that kind of uh, jazz, let's definitely have a conversation about it, uh, about yeah, how to sure. beef up yours and, and also how we can kind of contribute to one another in that way. Perfect. But I other than that. that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of On the Spectrum Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm checked out. And this is Nikki from the podcast, Neurodivergence Convergence Podcast. Uh, as I always say, uh, please reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. If you agreed with something, if you didn't agree with anything, if we said something offensive, please let us know. If you want us to let us to fuck off, please let us know. We would love to engage with you in any way, shape, or form. Me and Steve are on a journey ourselves to learn stuff as much as we can. We need your feedback to let us know how we were fucking wrong. Or if you agree with what we like, you can always reach out to us and have us on your podcast which is what Nikki did. See, prime example of how reaching out to somebody puts you on a podcast. Yep, Nick is great at doing reach arounds. <sighs> and as I always yep. say, yeah, apparently, <laughs> as I always say, I, I like it. turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.